semaine. It's the note pending skills of Jeff Beck. I was debating whether we should open up with a Lisa Marie Presley song because Lisa Marie Presley had a heart attack and apparently oh dear. there's a death watch. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh. Then I was debating, should we play Freeway Jam? Because it seems kind of cliche to play Freeway Jam. Why? I don't know. Zip and I used to use it for traffic. But, <laughs> and so did some other people. But t- dig. Jeff Beck was never, like, overplayed anywhere. No, you're right. So it's you're always right. a good thing. Hey, Brandon, can you switch over to Beck's Bolero? Oh, Beck's sure Bolero! Beck's Bolero! He was heady, for sure. He's best known for being the second lead guitarist in the Yardbirds. It was Clapton. Then Jeff Beck had the balls to take Clapton's job. Right. Recommended by Pager! Jimmy Page. Yeah. Who became the third lead guitarist of the Yardbirds. Amazing, right? Incredible. To me, that was that was rock royalty to be a lead guitarist in the Yardbirds. You could live off that. Yeah, proof. But they overlapped, he and Pager. Yeah, they were in so the band together. So at the together. same time. Come on, can you imagine going to that show? Whoa. Well, you can't imagine it if you watch Blow Up, the, uh, the movie, because there's a scene where the Yardbirds are playing in a club. And it's a funny scene because Beck's amp is crackling and he gets mad and destroys his guitar and then the crowd goes nuts over the neck of his guitar because he throws it into the crowd <laughs> nice. after he busts his guitar up. Wow, listen to it. I saw him 1989 on the oh, 89. Fire and Fury tour with Stevie Ray Vaughan in Sacramento. Wait, who opened? I think he did, and Stevie that Ray. opened? Ooh, ouch. I mean, that, that's a hard call to make. They're both amazing, and different even, because they're both intensely great guitarists. Well, Jeff Beck never seemed to care about his career. He, no, I know, he did his own thing. He did, and um, I remember Blow by Blow, which is the instrumental album from 75, which did very well. I think it was a top 10 Billboard album. In fact, they have a cover of uh, She's a Woman, mm. where he plays the the mouth guitar it's actually pretty damn good ah. Ursa used to crank it at late night action at his house <laughs> he loved blow by blow is there a status report on Lisa Marie Presley by the way still alive still hanging on okay yeah. if we need to switch over to Lisa Marie Presley music please uh, inform <laughs> me uh, how about just a piece of under over sideways down Great Yardbirds track, along with, what was the other big hit? Uh, oh, Heart Full of Soul, which a lot of people thought was the first sitar in a rock song. No, it was not. That was, he, he was crazed with guitar tones and experimenting. Yeah. And Heart Full of Soul sounds like a sitar, but it's not. It's Jeff Beck playing with, playing with guitar tones. His favorite thing to do. This song is awesome hand claps. Bentley, <laughs> are you a Beck fan? You know what? I'm thinking this whole time. Like, I should know. I don't know one song by I Jeff don't know Beck. one song. I know I, the Yardbirds. I don't think anyone your age knows who Jeff Beck. I don't <laughs> I mean, know, I know who, much about him. I know who he is, but I've well, never gotten into him. He really disappeared in the 90s and the aughts. And then it seems like he got much more high profile the last 10 years. Isn't that weird? And the last year, too. Going on tour with Johnny Depp. 
Yes. Amazing. Um, and then he sat down with uh, little Stephen, your program director. Yes. And uh, Johnny, and he was telling the story of meeting Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. And he, Jeff Beck? He like studied and studied and studied to perform one of their tunes. And then he performs it and he gets a standing ovation and the crowd roars. And then he sees Brian Wilson walking backstage and, and Brian Wilson goes, I was pretty. And kept going. <laughs> yeah, boy. Nothing. What a dick. But I'm a, I'm a big 60s, 70s rock fan. Like, you must know this song. I, I love this song. I had no idea he, he had anything to do with it. I knew it was the Yardbirds, but I knew Paige and Clapton and him were in the Yardbirds. Yeah, Clapton. I mean, the, the Clapton big, left right before their their yeah, big after hit. After Four Year Love, because he thought they were selling out. What a snob. Or he was on the song, but he had left before it was released. Does that sound about right? Possible. I, I'm not sure about that. I'm going with it. I like Clapton it. was pissed. He thought they were going commercial, and he's a bluesman, which is why, of course, he did "Lay Down Sally" and uh, uh-huh. "Wonderful Tonight" and stuff like that because he loved the blues. <laughs> but I shot the sheriff. <laughs> that was his uh, his Jamaican face. His reggae face. His reggae face. Where he went and did blow on Jamaica. Oh, there we go. She's a woman. And you know, the Jeff Beck group was, in my opinion, possibly the first super group. The Jeff Beck group had Jeff Beck, Rod Stewart, Ron Wood, Nicky Hopkins. Whoa. And they had a session with Rod Stewart, Jeff Beck, Nicky Hopkins, Keith Moon on drums, Damn. and John Paul Jones on bass. What? Yes. I think Paige was on that, too. Oh, Sonny, those were crazy times. We used to give each other wet willies and funny arms. <laughs> we up. played dandy balls and legs are spread and penis butt. I believe that was Bex Bolero Sessions. Why don't they... I always thought Cream was the first super group. Well, the Jeff Beck group, in my opinion... Invented it. ...was the super group, except that they weren't a super group until later when all those people did all the great things they did, like Mooney... And Nicky Hopkins played with the Stones and everyone else. Nicky Hopkins played for everyone. Great, great keyboard piano player. And Rod Stewart was nobody. Yeah. He was, the Jeff Beck group was probably his. That was before the Faces. Yeah, it was Small before Faces. Face. He and Ron, Ron Wood, who was in the Jeff Beck group, left the Jeff Beck group to form Faces. Okay. I believe. Or wait, was Small Faces before Faces? No, Faces and then Small Faces after Faces? <laughs> no, Faces was after Small Faces. I think Small Faces was first. You would yeah, know they better. Were. But... They were. Ian McClagan and... Uh, oh, oh, man, we're going deep here. <laughs> Ian McClagan and... What's the lead singer's name? Almost uh, as hilarious as your face. Kenny Jones? Kenny Jones... I want to say, like, Marriott. I was thinking of the Marriott uh, hotels. Steve Marriott. Marriott. Steve Marriott. Steve Marriott was a great singer, and Steve Marriott left to form Humble Pie. Wow, the the history of rock and roll is incredible. It's so hard to keep up with. Who else was in Humble Pie with... uh, Peter Frampton. And wasn't Steve Winwood? No. No, he was in Blind Traffic. Traffic. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. They should teach us in school. (laughs) So intense. Wow. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley still alive? Still alive. I just checked. I just hit refresh. All right, uh, we're in the deals in the D.com studios. And oh, Sonny, those were crazy <laughs> oh. times. Uh, and the show is presented by Hall Financial. The holidays can be very expensive, and a lot of people are looking at credit card debt with r- ridiculous. 
ridiculous interest rates. So maybe if you own your home, you want to take some cash out, pay off those credit cards. Do not pay the minimum on high interest credit if you own a home. At least take a shot at it. Getting some cash, you can get it quickly. A couple weeks from Hall Financial. And uh, if you want to do a refi, call Hall Financial or just talk about it. I mean, I think it's worth just calling to check. Uh, 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And rates got a little better today again. Oh, good. Like best in four months. Really? Yep. Is that why the market was market was up this week? I don't know what it yeah. did today. And the yep. report, um, the last month's economy report came out about um, inflation being down. Yes, Based down to 6.5. Fuel, fuel and airfares. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, and the, air, the, the applying thing is going great. <laughs> yeah, the, there's Thank no God applying. Pete Buttigieg is in charge of the Department of Transportation. I saw that we grounded planes for the first time since 9-11. And then I heard that, well, Joe Biden is talking to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. And I'm thinking... What is Buttigieg? He doesn't know anything. <laughs> he knows nothing about transportation. He was the mayor of a small town in India. Not that, like, every secretary of transportation doesn't know shit. Oh, Sonny, those were crazy what? times. <laughs> Where are those crazy times? <laughs> I, I'm questioning the validity of that drop. That's Jim Bentley for you. That wasn't me. Don't just put, lay that on me. What do you mean? I did hear some unique drops last time Bentley was here. That was definitely drop, you. The last two were you, Jim. I think, I think your uh, computer's on the fritz. If you're going to play it, it a might be on the fritz. drop, it'd be this one. He installed decorative lights under bridges, giving citizens of <laughs> South Bend colorfully illuminated rivers. He doesn't know anything about this. Are you kidding me? Somebody told him what the problem was. He didn't investigate it. What did ridiculous. Mary Peters and Norman Mineta and Rodney Slater know about transportation either? Nothing. And, and if, um, if, the, if the electric grid suddenly goes down for the whole country, are you counting on Jennifer Granholm to put it back together? Isn't she the Secretary of <laughs> yep. Energy? Yes. yes. <laughs> Is that, that the department? Isn't that funny to think about? Is that what uh, Perot wanted to get rid of? Yes, he oh. did. He thought it was a waste of money. Yep. I, with Jennifer Granholm in charge and the other people, whoever they are, I would have to agree with them. I, would we really lose anything without a Department Whoa. of Energy? Doesn't it just do what it does? I real I don't know. I don't think I mean, things sure work as well. Oversight. I think they could probably scale it down quite I, a bit. I kind of feel just like, like Michigan could scale down their diversity and inclusion department that costs eighteen million dollars a year. <laughs> that was a maddening story. <laughs> I know, really stupid. But uh, the really, 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 the big news. Look how the planes being grounded was a big deal. But um, and that is basically a security built into airlines and airports so that if they have to, like, scramble the jets, the, you know, military mm-hmm. has someplace to land, right? I truly, so they got to know, know that before they take off. I'm uh, as knowledgeable Tom about Tom Costello this. explaining I know that. as much about this as Pete Buttigieg. Seriously. Well, I, I watched nothing. the Today Show, so. Uh, I did, too. I did okay. not hear that, but... Um, all I know is they said, that, oh, the system needs upgrading, which, oh, so Duh. it has to be grounded to know that it needs upgrading. And then someone said, uh, an engineer replaced a part or something, and that was the whole deal. I'm like, what? Wait, there's one part that can put the whole thing down? Did you hear Duh! that? What I heard, it was a corruption of, of some code in a computer, like hmm. a corrupted file. Okay, well, let's, I, I don't, I let's don't. see if we can get Buttigieg on. just saying on. everything. Let's see if we can get Pete Buttigieg on to explain it. Um, meanwhile, explain this... It. I laughed this morning. I turned on the TV, and I actually laughed when I heard this story that uh, classified documents have been found at a second location uh, of Joe Biden's. I'm like, wait, a second location? I mean, yesterday or two days ago, I watched a lot of news, and it was all that, oh, yeah, Joe Biden has some classified documents, but this is nothing like Trump. 
It is nothing like Trump. And and Biden is still saying that even though they found them at a third location today. <laughs> more more classified documents. And I want to know a few things. One is okay, these are classified documents which we were told and I'm not defending Trump. I mean that's pretty undefendable. But he's had these for 6 years. And they're in uh, they've been moved around and uh you know, we were told how terrible this was that, you know, it could be you know, Trump could have the nuclear codes. You could have, who knows what he has? This is really dangerous. And even Biden said, uh, uh, how could that possibly happen? How could anyone be that irresponsible? Oh, Although, boy. I had to flip, as I mentioned, I flipped over to Fox News because I, I wasn't seeing anything about the comments about Trump right. on the, the networks. And I was like, I know there's got to be another side to this story other than this is no way as bad as Trump. Okay. Now, and Trump, of course, was saying, I want his house raided. Exactly. And now after finding him in the third location, isn't this kind of a big deal? Or if it was a big deal before, it seems like this should be a big deal. Honestly, Drew, when I was when I was researching it, Googling it, trying to find different stories about it, instead of learning about these documents, the only thing that kept coming up is why Donald Trump's and Joe Biden's documents are different. And it was all these different publications trying well, to explain it. The difference is that Joe Biden's people busted himself. They busted him. Whereas Trump was trying to hang on to him, and he wasn't cooperating. That's what Biden said today. But in the end, they both had shit they shouldn't have. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry well, about that. I mean, okay. Except Biden has it in three different places. <laughs> right, so, and then how many more? So, <laughs> yes. so wait one second here. Put, put the brakes on. Who's supposed to be in charge of dispensing these documents and getting them back? Now, what's I don't know, is that, but they is that government employee going to get fired, or are they already fired, and that's the way? Well, they would be from 2016. Right. I mean, that would be from when he's vice president. By the way, but vice president? Seems pretty loosey-goosey, though, to let those go out. And That's not what we heard before. We heard that this is incredible. This is unusual. This is incredibly insane. Well, I think it speaks to intent between the two cases, though. What's it? Biden's intent? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have Did he have him at his golf course though, where there were like you know? A, no, he had him in his garage. Next, his garage. To his, next to his Corvette. Yeah, behind the Corvette that Hunter had remade <laughs> See, for there him. Were, there were hidden for, under something. There were foreign nationals trooping in and out of Biden's garage. Were there? Come on, man. Where's Hunter? Well, I don't know. Did foreign nationals? Is... Foreign nationals seen the documents at Mar-a-Lago? Wait, foreign nationals? Who are you talking about? You people playing golf there? Maybe. They get into Trump's house. Spies at Mar-a-Lago. You know. Here's my take. I didn't give a shit when Donald Trump got busted with documents, and I don't give a shit that Joe Biden got caught with documents. The problem is there's so many finger pointing and vice versa about how this person needs to be in trouble, but that one doesn't. But now this one needs to be in trouble because that one did. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, I think what they're saying is that they're going to well, investigate response, it. So they're investigating it. Yeah, there's a special counsel, oh. apparently. Now that there's a third set, there's a special counsel. After the first set, it was like no big deal. There was a special counsel <laughs> yesterday. Oh, there was? Yeah. But that was after two sets, right? We're going to investigate yesterday. Okay. So. Well, um, anyway, <laughs> it seems a little weird that it took two months to report that they found these. I mean, if this is such a horrible thing, why did it take two months for us to find out? That's a bunch of malarkey. Well, because they found out right before the... They found the these election. documents before the midterms, no, but no, they no, wanted the to wait. Midterms, right. They wanted to wait until after the midterms to release it. Who is hmm, they? That's weird. The people who found the documents, <laughs> which would be they? Biden's people. Instead hmm. of coming out right before the election and saying, you know, hey, this is the story, they decided to wait a little bit. Well, it seems like, is it time, should, should Biden's place be raided just to make it a little more even? The and, then, and then Bush. <laughs> and at least one and place be raided. all the fucking presidents that probably have the similar documents. Wait, what do you think they'd find it? 
at Biden's place? <laughs> I have no idea. I um, certainly seems like there could be things that he wouldn't want people to know. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's the only person who wouldn't want people to know things. Meanwhile, by the way, I'm seeing George Santos in the House of Representatives. He's just there like a normal guy. Like, yeah, you know, I lied about who I am. I lied about my whole life. But I did get elected, and so here I am. And I see people actually arguing that, oh, yeah, well, he should be here. He did win the election. I mean, it's it's legal. He won. He's he's great at compartmentalizing, isn't he? It's like... I don't give a fuck what any of them say. No, he says that, you know, uh, I, that I've never done anything wrong, that I'm, I'm actually a good person. And well, then uh, why did we hear all these things about you that were not true? Why did you make up a different background entirely from what really uh, does exist? And then uh, let's see, what was what was Marjorie Trailer? What's Marjorie Trailer? Uh, Marjorie Trailer Green um, gets in it with Dr. Dre, which is one of the it, this is so typical of everything going on she uses a dr dre song and of course immediately everyone goes dr dre marjorie marjorie trailer dream is using your music and he's like all right put it into that i'm suing her that's which is like why haven't republicans learned no one will let you use music. <laughs> no. no one you use morgan wallen that's it <laughs> no it. one you can use yeah, ted nugent Greenwood and kid guy. Rock. how many republicans have been bitched about for using music every single one that's used somebody's music going back to reagan and born in the usa which he didn't even understand the song <laughs> whatever happens to that and little pink houses nothing, exactly nothing so ever happens they're gonna keep fucking using it well except she when she got busted and he's like i don't want that idiot using my music she said, hey, well, his music's really misogynistic. And it's like, then why are you using it, you idiot, <laughs> exactly. you fucking idiot? You're enabling misogyny? I hate all these people. I hate yeah. all of them. I do. I just can't stand any of them. They're I all do. so full of shit. I know people that are like, nah, there's some good ones out there. These are good. I'm like, they're all fucking no, bad. No, they're all, all they're they do all is bad. they just have to beg for money all the time. They're like Scientology or anything else. They just beg for money and all they need is money, money, money. We need more money. To keep their lifestyle going? It's a grift. It's like, it's it's possibly the biggest grift out there. But you know what? It was better when they were doing that and we didn't know about it. <laughs> you know, like everything was running fine. Yeah, social media. didn't have media. to fucking think about it all the time. I didn't want to know all the things I've learned. I really didn't. I mean, even all the sexual crazy shit that's going on, like people putting, you know, uh, these giant uh, shells in their ass and stuff. Like, I, I didn't need to know this stuff. And people blowing horses. I, why did I have to find that out? And two girls, one cup. I didn't. I oh, didn't one need guy, to know one that. cup. Oh, one guy, one whatever. Isn't it, was. it two girls, one cup? Yeah, there was a grosser one with a dude. Oh, there was a. Oh, jeez. Equality version of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, taking a side trip, um, <laughs> the nine one one call is out of Abe Antonio Brown's uh, baby mama of his four kids, and. She's complaining to the 911 operator. She's been thrown out of the house. And Again. also, he is sending, uh, he's sending, let's see, explicit videos to his kids. Yeah. I assume it's of her. Wait, what? Like her nude. To his kids. Yes, yes to, to his the kids. children. Just to fuck with her. Because AB never loses. AB always wins. Hey, he won the police standoff. Yeah, he did. No, he always wins. He's also fucking with his own kids. Like, he's kind of forgetting that part. Yeah, too. they're his own kids. Oh, who cares what kids they are? They're kids. Well, remember, she, last time she wanted something and then she backed off. And, and I remember saying, like, what's going to be next? What's going to be the next time she's going to 
You no, know. she is the biggest powder puff. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is terrible. She doesn't even have an arrangement to get money from him. She needs to have her phone taken away. She's not allowed to communicate with people for months. Just her and AB. That's it. <laughs> does, what? She, does she have a lawyer? I mean, why doesn't he have a lawyer? I know, Trudy. She had to call the police because he said, I'm leaving for training camp and, <laughs> and fuck you. No money and you can't drive my car. It's like, but I have three of your kids. I don't have any money. What was the car there? She could have fucking drove it. So the cop had to talk A.B. into giving her $1,000. That was when he threw the bag of dicks at her. You know, I think it's problematic that she had two other children with him. After one. After the one. Think maybe after one she would have figured that he's... Anyway, listen to this 911 call from uh, A.B.'s baby mama. Hello? Hello, yes, Sam Police Department. Do you need assistance? Yeah, I have a question. Um, I live in a house and we're having like a little argument. Um, he's starting to throw all of my clothes out of the house. Is there anything that should be done about it? Yes, ma'am. Do you, you live there or what? Yes, we live there. Well, you said who's, who's throwing your clothes I, out? Um, so I have five kids. kids. You guys have been called multiple times before to this address, but I have five <laughs> no, kids by... You, um, you know who this is. He's the me. league leader in he 911 calls. To the kids' dad, and we had just gotten home last night. He started throwing a fit this morning, so before it escalates into anything violent, I just packed up or just literally took the kids outside and left. We were down at the neighbor's, and now he's setting all of my clothes and stuff outside. He's spinning explicit Video on my son's phone. Okay, that should be arrested for that. You really should. All right, what I'm going to do is uh, I'll go ahead and send an officer out there. uh, He can figure out what can be done. What's the address over there, ma'am? West Leona Street. He's fucking yelling at her while this is going on. Why she make a call? West Leona Street? Yep. Y'all might want to go inside. I got the cops coming. What's your name? Oh. This she, is not legal. She's What's your name, man? What's your name? Chelsea Chris. You might want to go inside. You better hide out. All my, all my purses, like my purse and stuff are in there. He smashed my computer. Oh, great guy. What's his name? Antonio Brown. <laughs> Wait for it. You know his birthday? <laughs> his birthday? His birthday is 7788. He's white, black, or Hispanic. You don't know who AB is? More black. <laughs> Dude. His birthday, he wanted to how close to his birthday it was, so you know how right, bad to feel that he's in trouble. <laughs> it was close. Yeah, man, if he gets physical he's not like Maz. Else, give a call 911, okay? All right, thank you. Okay, this guy, I this is what I can't get over. Why did the Bucks sign this asshole? I mean, honestly, they thought, oh, he's going to clean up his act. He's doing really well. Remember how they tried to sell us on that? Oh, he's just been the best teammate. Because they wanted to make a run for the Super Bowl, and they already had two great receivers, and Godwin and Evans, and they wanted a third, and it worked. They won a Super Bowl. And Tom Brady was trying to, like, you know, handle him. And now he's trolling the shit out of Tom Brady nonstop. (laughs) He is the biggest fucking prick, piece of shit. I cannot believe anyone has tried to work with him in all this time. In fact, a record company signed him and paid him a bunch of money like six months ago. He's still the current president of Donda Sports that has absolutely zero clients. <laughs> He's got to lose his job after this. What does it take to put this guy in jail? 
He sexually assaulted how many women? I mean, these aren't just minor cases either. He's right. assaulted a mover. Um, what else he done? He, remember, he threw the bicycle at the security system in Tampa. He faked the, I mean, hit the list of, he's stiffed a million people for money. He farted in a doctor's face. That's not criminal. <laughs> that, was in the other that was one of the better things he's done. <laughs> it was in, <laughs> Besides running really fast. And catching he stretched really well. his wiener out in front of a girl. Oh, oh yeah, in yeah, Qatar. Cool. Yeah, he should have been put stoned to death for that. Yeah, or she should have been for looking at him. How is it some people just can do anything and never get in trouble? How does that work? Is it weird? That is weird. I, I just can, got a hot IQ. He's not caught a pass in over a year. I mean, I know he can still run really fast, but he's not catching passes on TV anymore. <laughs> Happy 38th birthday. And aren't, aren't all of these behaviors, I mean, isn't this sort of headed towards something really bad? Uh, yeah, maybe. it's actually been really bad already. Right, but he's going to murder somebody next, right? Yeah, I, he's going to do something crazy. He's If he doesn't go to jail, I'll be shocked. I know this point. is probably an unpopular opinion, but at what point is, is she part of the problem? Like, oh, she's she been. She take... has been forever. I mean, as soon as the bag of dicks was thrown at her, she should have been taking him to court right. immediately. Probably before for that. All she can get from him. And she keeps coming back, and she keeps calling the cops. She keeps and, like, getting pregnant. How does she? Don't get pregnant by him ever again. Can someone shake her and go sue the fuck out of him? Get half his money. Are you nuts? You have three kids by this guy. Why are you taking shit from him? You could be living in a mansion. Right. Is she nuts. The first kid is autonomy. Second one is Ollie, and the third one's Apollo. Now, my uh, my other favorite person... What does person, she look like? Chelsea? She's pretty average, actually. That's why he's boning other chicks all the time. <laughs> Remember the girl, that uh, the social media star that, that showed up at the hotel room the night before he f- he f- oh, told the oh, team yeah. to fuck off at halftime and had sex with them? Oh, that's... And he, video, he videotaped it. He's her? in a yes. relationship and he videotaped it. <laughs> <laughs> what, a do- what a dope... Now, the other great guy who can catch the ball really well and run really fast is Odell Beckham Jr., oh. and he's in the news today, and I just watched and was online reading people who are actually defending him. Why is it there's never one side to a story? Because, you know, sometimes like when somebody murders somebody, there's only one side to the story. He murdered her, mm. or he murdered him, and that's wrong. Right. But for some reason... There are people who will defend Odell Beckham endlessly. Oh, he just fell asleep. I, I've never seen anybody fall asleep and they get thrown off a plot. What is this? Well, then he wouldn't put his seatbelt on. He was awake for that. He took his pants off. <laughs> Harvey on TMZ said, well, usually if you fall asleep, they'll just uh, put the seatbelt on for you. And I'm like, no, they don't. When do they ever do that? <laughs> and, and no, they wake your fucking ass up. And there, there comes a point where you're such an asshole that the, the people working on the plane, they're not going to lose. They're just going, no, fuck you. I don't care that you won't put your seatbelt on. Like, you just have to do it. Fucking no, do it do. or get off the plane. There's some things everyone has to do. Now, I read someone on the plane said that he was angry because they woke him up because he was really, he, was, he seemed exhausted for some reason. He'd taken his pants off, by the way. Well, he's he went, in his boxers. He came straight from the club. So he was partying yeah. all night and came straight from the club right to the tarmac, right on the plane in first class. And then that's when he decided to go to sleep and not wake up. And take his pants off. So he was cranky as fuck. And um, It's actually a pretty humorous story. Though. He also had a blanket over his head. But all he he had to would do not was, wake up. All he had to do was put it on, and he would have been where he had to be in five hours. But he wouldn't do that because, as someone on the plane said, that he thought they were angry that they were telling him what to do. Yeah. That he just didn't want to do well, what they, they told him to do. Uh, but some things you do have to do, and Odell Beckham refused. And, and 
the people defending him, um, is it not reached the point of being indefensible when he refuses to get out of the chair when they say, oh, look, we're going to have to deplane the whole plane? Yep. And he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care. In fact, play the, play the audio we have <laughs> where he actually starts taunting some guy who's trying to tell him, to, can you just get up and get out? <laughs> okay, yeah, so I'll skip and ahead. And he decides to... that uh, I, I, because of you, I won't get up. Right. At first, <laughs> security comes in, and they're actually really nice to no, him. They're incredibly nice. I've never seen them so nice. And then the police come in, and they're actually very nice to him as well. He's in first class, by the way. I'm sure they know it's Odell Beckham. But by the time the police show up, it's too late. It's far too gone. They have to deplane now. And so there's an old man. There's an old, white, fat, white guy who's just kind of giving him shit. He's kind of hard to hear, but you'll hear Odell just being an asshole. People are climbing over the seats because you won't get out of the way, too. So you're climbing over the seats. She doesn't want to walk by him. So he's telling this fat white guy here, "You're the you're the thing that's wrong with this world, and uh, I'll I'll never do anything for you." For you, I would never. Well, then you're gonna end up off the fucking plane. Get off the plane for you, specifically you. (laughs) Maybe everybody else. I would get off the plane. Nothing to me. Ain't no way you could look at me. Just fucking cuff him and Dr. Dow him off the plane. Why is he taunting other passengers? He's forced them to deplane and he's taunting them. Watch what he says. He's mad at them. Watch what he says right here, too. You gonna wait 40 minutes and I'm gonna be on a private plane home. You fat ass. So he says, I'm gonna be on a private plane. You'll be on your cheese board. I'll be on a private jet, asshole. Why isn't he on a private jet now? Yeah. Good question. Yeah, why? If you're going to be an asshole, why don't you Because just... he took all his pay in Bitcoin. That's probably why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's pissed about it. I kind of like, like the uh, I want to learn that attitude where... I have to go home. 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 Yeah, nobody gives no, a fuck about Dow. Dr. Dow. No matter how wrong you are, you just like... Double down, triple down. He's yeah, no, he's mad at the passengers. He's mad at them. He forced them to get off the plane and wait hours for another flight, and he's mad at them. There's really that many people on his side. There are some who are saying, oh, "You, how could you kick someone off a plane for being asleep?" Okay, you know the um, there's a girl on TMZ that comes on like typically when rappers are the topic or whatever, mm-hmm. and she said, "I was a flight attendant. That's how we, not how we used to do it." <laughs> What? You're a fucking flight attendant. Um, they should have just woke him up. They tried they to tried. wake him up. For 10 minutes, he had a blanket over his head, no pants on. They're trying to wake up. He won't wake up. Well, and then Harvey says, well, uh, people just uh, put, just put the seatbelt for you on for you. Instead of waking you up. I have to go home. <laughs> uh, he showed his ass. I don't know how anyone <laughs> could defend him, too. especially after what he says. Yeah, looks like the biggest douchebag ever. Just no, I'm still so, I hope nobody signs him. I hope I hope everybody who is in charge of signing the 32 NFL teams all see what an asshole he is. Because I always thought he was an asshole when he was a great, great, great player. 
Uh, did you like him when he was a superstar? No, never. Well, he I had didn't a really I good was a dick. one catch that blew him up. He had a couple good seasons, but I don't think he's been good in a bit. Now, isn't, no. Didn't he have um, an ankle injury last year? And so isn't he Achilles heel, I think? Probably on like. No, he's, I think food. he's all healed up and ready to sign with yeah, somebody. Yeah, but isn't it maybe painkillers or something like that? Maybe that's why he's well, such he was a club and all wreck. that. He did say he was on something, which he later said, I, I didn't say that. So apparently the flight attendant just made it up because she said it. She's the one that told. He said he took something, and um, she was the one who was insisting. She's like, I don't want him on this plane. So no more planes for her. Odell no Beckham more planes. Jr.? No, oh, okay. no, only yeah, private for planes. Him. Only private planes for you. Yeah, till he's broke. <laughs> <laughs> no more planes for you. And uh, that reminds me, I had a lot of no mores on my mind today. Did you see the guy that, that the father who stole his four-year-old and took off and was pulled over in Ohio? Oh, there was no. a big Amber Alert yesterday. No more daughter for you. Oh, for no sure. No more daughter for you. Really, for I mean, sure. It's so simple. Why don't they just say it? Is he from Michigan? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was a local girl. There's another case, by the way. You know the MSU student? I think he's 22. He was killed by a hit-and-run driver on Rochester Road. Yeah, they found the car, but did they ever find the person? Okay, this is, this is inside. I don't know if anyone... I don't think this has been made public, but I'm just going to say it because a couple people have led me to believe that the driver, who is mid-30s of Asian descent according to police reports, because I think they saw the car somewhere mm-hmm. before it hit this kid, and they they saw the driver somehow or had a glimpse of the driver. I, there's, I'm not going to say this on great authority, but enough people have said this that I think there's something to it because they haven't arrested her. Some people, and I'm serious about this, this is the serious some people are saying, some people are saying she's left the country. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh-huh. They found the car nearby, like uh, I think it was over a week later, in a garage. But uh, some people are saying that she has left the country. So why wouldn't she be arrested? You know she would be arrested yeah. otherwise. So I don't know. Maybe it's not true. I, I know, I'll take it back if it isn't. Who's saying this? Some people. Oh, some people. <laughs> <laughs> but these are real people really saying it. And usually when I say some people are saying, usually some people are saying it. <laughs> I could just hear Larry King still though, saying <laughs> By the way, someone called in. It's just with someone. God, that buttocks injection just destroys me. Oh, my God. I love the way the guy's fading from the phone when he says it. He says it like off phone. Uh, Palma, California. Hello. Hi. uh, My question is for Ryan. Yeah. Um, I know you say you like you you haven't gone in for the Botox shots, but I wanted to find out if it's true that you enjoy the the buttocks injection. So he fades uh, off. Yeah. Does he fade I, off or does the producer fade him down? I think the caller God, fades out. I, I think he's doing it off mic. So. <laughs> Some off people phone, are, off phone. Some people are. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a funny joke. That was really honestly. That's one of the great Larry King moments. Some they should have a best of Larry King. CNN should put one out of all the oh, God, horrific be... <laughs> moments. I'm telling you, it'll do monster ratings. No, they need the ratings win. Well, here's one. Definitely do. Scarborough, Maine. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, Kathy. Uh, I saw you on a, a gay cruise at the Mexican Riviera a couple of years ago. I've been following yeah. you ever since. I think you're hilarious. I love doing the gay cruises. Thank you. What's a gay cruise? Oh, a gay cruise. <laughs> it's a boat full of gay people, Larry, doing gay things to one another. It's super gay. <laughs> It's a, it's a cruise full of gay people. <laughs> Here's another one. 
Did you hear from people in the industry or like support from Growing yeah, Pains? Absolutely. People? We were doing publicity for the Growing Pains movie a month after the accident. So, uh. It was a Growing Pains movie? Yeah, we did a, a reunion movie when I was like <laughs> nine months pregnant Good with my baby. When is that going to air? It aired. It aired oh, in our show. Ten years ago. <laughs> Nothing like that. Nothing like not doing your homework, Larry. You're then, so, he's so good at not prepping. And then, of course, the pinnacle. So you're implying foul play by sending a doctor there? No, Larry. Let me say this to you. No, Larry. Michael Jackson was addicted. Do you understand that? We all know that. Correct. It's not a secret. Okay. Right. Uh, would you put a cocaine seller in the house with a cocaine addict? No, Are you, you saying they that. put a cocaine seller in the house? The doctor was selling cocaine? I didn't say that, Larry. <laughs> like an attic and a cellar? Is that what he's talking know, that about? That is weird. He says it. An addict. An a- <laughs> oh, okay. That's not what he said. No, but Like there's an attic with tons of cocaine. <laughs> right. He did so much coke, he had a cocaine attic. And a cellar. A cocaine no, cellar. Like yeah, a wine a cellar. cellar. Yeah, right. He's got a cellar full of uh, That's pretty cool. Cocaine. He goes in the middle of the house when he wants to. He's doing too much. I got to chill out in the middle of the house. <laughs> I can't go in the attic or the cellar. Yeah. Let's see this one here. Long Island, New York. Hello. Hi, my name is Jeannie. My brother was... Robert Evans from Engine 33, oh firefighter lost oh in the North Tower. This is awkward. I want to say thank you for taking my call. I'm very glad to hear from you. I'm so sorry for the loss Hi. of Bobby Evans. It's... Bobby was a passenger? Uh, he, he was one of the firefighters. He was his family member lost in the towers. Just... Oh. Oh. <laughs> You were a fire. He was a firefighter that day. Oh, yes, at Engine Thirty Three in the village. You just established that <laughs> twenty seconds the second ago. time. <laughs> Joining us now on our panel is Deborah Roberts, a friend and former co-host on Lifetime Live, a daily talk show that they did together with Dana on Lifetime Television. How did you hear about it, Deborah? Larry, today I was at the University of Georgia, my alma mater, giving a speech before some students, and my cell phone kept going off, and, and I finally picked it up, and uh, it was ABC News calling to give me the sad news. You worked with her, right? I worked with Dana on a program on Lifetime called Lifetime Live. We worked together about a year and a half, and I have to say it was a real gift. He needs to go. <laughs> he really does. What's the one where Larry confuses and, and suggests that you're, you, you're not mad at the person that murdered your husband, yeah. wife, something, and then it's like, no, no, no he, he murdered my... He has it so fucked up. I know and then what you there's, mean. There's the other classic with the Deborah kid. Is it Deborah Tate? I yeah, check this out. Is it this Joining Lawrence Silver with us now is Deborah Tate, Roman Polanski's former sister-in-law, the sister of the late Sharon Tate. On a personal note, I knew Sharon Tate had interviewed her a couple of months before a tragic murder. What do you want to see happen? I would like to see this whole thing go away. I think that uh, there's been a lot of time that is, has passed, and we need to bring it to an end. You ever talked to Roman Polanski? I have. Wow. How can you have a civil conversation with someone who so brutally murdered your sister? Roman didn't murder my sister. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I'm sorry. But when he, when he, the fact that he would have this terrible thing happen to him after the death of your sister to once again focus you what? into the public light. That's what I meant. Uh, that doesn't make I, sense either. I don't have no any, idea. any problems with Roman whatsoever. The, the actions that he took back then have <clears throat> has has logic that is not doesn't necessarily uh, play out by the law, in my opinion. What? I don't understand. That's, wow, that's weird. <laughs> Did 
Did you have to be high to watch that show? God, I miss that show. Yeah, that was great. We, there was a period where it seemed like every morning we yeah. had great cuts from Larry King Live. Constantly playing. <laughs> That's why I have so many saves still. Always, I remember the Katrina one where the, the woman's mom... She and thought. Keisha Key is in Atlanta, Georgia. She's looking for her mother, Sylvia Hall. The last time they spoke was about a week it's ago. Painful. Where Where does Sylvia, she live in New Orleans, Keisha? She does live in New Orleans. She lives in the Mid-City area. Um, when I last spoke with her, she said that she couldn't escape because the water was like over her head. She's about 5'3". So, hmm. so Keisha, she... you're not going to believe this, but I met your mother. I was... Uh, the king of the Bacchus Mardi Gras four years ago. Yes. She was a seamstress. Yes, she was. Nice I, I remember. I know, saw that face. I remember it well. That's nice. my mom. Yes. Nice going, Larry. Yeah. Uh, thought the, the woman thought her mother had been located. Thought she yeah. was about to hook her up with her yeah. long-missing mother. Nice she going, goes, Larry. <gasps> yeah. Like when he says, I met your mother. <gasps> Like, no, that you was, found her? She's that was, alive? Oh, ridiculous. My God. That was the most untimely bloop possibly ever. <laughs> just couldn't wait to mention that. <laughs> that reminds me, hopefully today Maz will give us a, a eulogy for Adam Rich, which we've really been unable to. I mean, we've used a lot of resources to try and get a good eulogy for Adam Rich. Oh, we tried yeah. Willie Ames. We tried Leif Garrett. Uh, Maybe a number we can of get closure. <laughs> yeah, we need to. tried that, Andy Dick. Shut that down. I, is Maz, I'm not sure if he's an eight is enough guy. Doesn't that seem, seem up his alley, oh, yeah. that time period? Absolutely. That sappiness. I mean, I never watched that. Family. But, yeah, I did just, watch it a few times, which shocks me. I'm like, wait, I would have been 20. Why would I ever watch that show? But I did because I knew <laughs> I knew Adam Rich and, you know, how what a scene stealer he was, as Dick Van Patten said. Was it funny? I think I thought the mom was hot. I think that's why I watched the well, show. What did and she thought, look like? I thought the sisters were hot, too. Huh. Look at the eight is enough pictures. The mom's really pretty, and I think I thought the sisters were hot too. Uh, but the content was hideous. <laughs> Lanny O'Grady was that the mom? no Betty Buckley is. We we were looking at her the other day. Betty okay, Buckley. she was she was very pretty. I gotta check Mr. Skin for Betty Buckley. I don't think I ever did that. Diane Kay, Nancy Bradford. Yeah, the the Bradford daughters were very pretty, and there were a lot of them. Wow. Remember, of course, eight is enough. I mean, at least half of them had to be women. I think. <laughs> I don't see any Betty Buckley's on Mr. Skin. I'm sorry. What? Oh no! But I can try the World War, World Wide Web, where sometimes people do deep fakes just in case you wanted to see what they well, would some look of them like. Some real, you never know. If they were nude. Okay, here we go. And oh boy! Oh, there she is. Well, that that one looks real. <laughs> That, I think that one's real. This one right here? Why? Why? <laughs> Why? That's the same one that came up the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Is that her face? Oh, my God. She needs all oh, that. Was her. That was her. With, is that Ames? Wait, that looks like her on the upper left. That looks like Betty Buckley. That one? The one sitting on top of that guy? Yeah, I think that's Ames. Oh, is that Willie Ames? <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, she's sitting on top of Ames. Neither of them have clothes on, but. <laughs> wow. Was Why that? would they no, deep fake Betty Buckley? I don't know. Um, oh all right, well, Trudy, you want <laughs> to get to the break? We got <laughs> Sorry about that. more excitement to get. Is there a boner line today, Brandon? I do have a boner line, yeah. Okay. Let's do that out of the break. <clears throat> Our friends at Zot Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram are fired up for putting shiny new wheels in your garage this year. Season is changing, and it's time for something new, whether you're looking to lease or purchase a brand new whip, head to Zot Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram right now. Plus, the crew at Zot has the best Google rating and pricing in the D. Speaking of the best in the D, Zot's inventory is one of the largest around, so you're sure to find the car of your dreams in stock and ready to go. And if not, Jeff Schneider or Thad Zot 
are right there to jump on it and order your new ride, get you exactly what you need. So check out Ram Power Days at all three Zot locations, Highland, White Lake, and New Hudson, where you can lease a new 22 Ram 1500 $449 a month or a new 22 Jeep Compass for just $299 a month. And when you order a new vehicle, get $500 Mopar accessories. Finally, no place better to turn in your lease than uh, Zot because, of course, all the ec- extra equity from your current vehicle gets put down to lower your payment on the new one. Get details and surf their sexy inventory at dealsinthed.com and Legacy Partners, of course. We know them well for home and auto, but they also specialize in small business insurance. And they're also crucial if you're trying to figure out the puzzle of Medicare and you see all these people and all these guys calling you on the phone, trying to get you to enroll trying to scare you, you can call Legacy and they can guide you to the right plan and ignore all those telemarketers. They're independent. They shop all the carriers for your insurance to get the best deal. Call them at 586-209-4106 and uh, just for getting a quote, telling them uh, we sent you. They'll put you in the drawing for a $50 gift card and Maz will draw it out and yell your name. So go to Legacy Partners. Tell them that you heard it on the Drew and Mike Show, 586-209-4106. And Lady Jane's, an award-winning experience. And you can register for a lifetime opportunity at Lady Jane's when you get your hair cut to win a down payment for your dream home. Up to $200,000, Lady Jane's is open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked. Awesome. All right. Well, 209-66-BONER is the boner line. You can call it at any time. You can text it. You can send links, all this fun stuff. Here is boner line number 262. Do you guys think you could spare like 15 seconds to talk about Maz bowling a 725 series? Come on. Give him his due. No. Hey guys, uh, because you dumbasses forgot last time, I just wanted to remind you your quarterly tax payments are due on Tuesday. (laughs) I paid my taxes over a year ago. Audio separated at birth. TikTok Butch, Thomas Labuda, and the drop of I don't have a fucking... I don't even have a computer. I don't have a freaking computer. I don't have a computer. I don't even have a fucking computer. Got an audio separated at birth. Drew trying to say Rage Against the Machine. And Faust saying Adobe Selma Muffler. That's interesting. That's He's the second person I've heard having their prostate removed. Mm-hmm. The other guy was the guy in Rage in the Machine. Yeah. Adobe <laughs> Selma Rage in the Machine. Hi, Drew. I have a little tip for you from one murder consultant to another. Thank you. You were concerned about Luminol. Oh, uh, yeah. I found that you can buy it online. So you could should just always have Luminol in stock. And then once you commit your murder, you can spray it around so you can see where the blood is and use it as a cleaning tool. Obviously, you should buy it like five years before the murder so they don't trace it back to you, but there's a good tip for you you can use. Thanks for the tip. I love Drew Crime so much that I hope more bad shit happens so that I get to hear the segment more often. I love Drew Crime. I love it. Everyone here loves DNA swabs, cell phone pings, and spatter analysis. Audio separated at birth with the uh, Donahue guy and uh, Brian Koberger when he was on that I can't remember the name of the podcast, but at one point, Kohlberger says, maybe, just like Don Hughes. If you were going to kill somebody, how would you get away with it? I just wonder if maybe, maybe, if maybe this is nothing more than some kid in a fraternity trying to prove himself. I don't know, you know, it happens. Maybe. Maybe. I got a, a separated birth here, the uh, Idaho killer Kohlberger. Booger guy and Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. 
Uh, tell me that's not a spitting image. No. Bruh, we know. I know. The vehicle is a Nissan Elantra. Wrong. Not a Nissan Elantra. Quiet. It's a Hyundai Elantra. Not Hyundai. It's Hyundai. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. I know. I've been to South Korea at the Hyundai plant. I ain't never met me no Korean. What would you do? That fucking song. That was made popular, if I'm not mistaken, by Family Ties. It was a phenomenon on Family Ties. It was featured in an episode of Family Ties. <laughs> it was featured in a typical episode of Family Ties. Family Ties. I think they did it when Alice and his girlfriend were breaking up for some bullshit. Thank you for the information. What did you think I would do at this moment? Turn that shit down. Adam Rich that played Nick on Eight is Enough. Fuck that dude. It's not nice. Nick on that show is who my parents named me after. So all through middle school and high school out here, Nick is a prick. He's a dick. Makes me sick. <laughs> tiny dick. Everything rhymes with Nick. I have the worst name ever. Nice name, not. I'm going to be the only one that was disappointed that Michael Strahan didn't ask Harry what his hashtag would be. What would your hashtag be? Hashtag freckle penis. Hi, we just saw uh, Trump, Unity Bridge, Rattletrap sighting, Fairhaven, Michigan. Huh. My husband saw it first. He said, what the hell was that? He said, it's some piece of shit thing playing music with Trump on it, with a bridge. She talks like a truck driver. I said, oh, I got to call the Drew Mike show. Thank you. Bye. She's got a big mouth. Uh, I have a Rattletrap sighting <laughs> on the corner of 23... Mile and crash it. Wow. I want to feel this guy's muscles. Hey, just wanted to shout out and post a rattle trap sighting <laughs> from Unity Bridge. Mound in the 16 mile Sterling Heights that hardly made it across the street. Believe me, she would, would not, not be, be my, my first choice that I can tell. Debbie Sabacow. She's been there 24 years and she hasn't done squats. It's not nice. The reason she's retiring, Brandon, is because. She was the biggest by far recipient of donations from Sam Bankman Freed. Look it up. You know what ah. Google? She's quitting just like Don Regal did in the 90s when he was one of the Keating Five. Who the fuck is that? Because she knows she's going to have to answer for this in 2024. Sound like one of these politicians. Huh? I say one thing, but I do something else. You're talking about kids' phones and porn and all that. My kid was like seven. I left my phone out. You know, I used to play games on it. Anyways, um, I looked in the search history on Google was boobs and vaginas. Nice. <laughs> I was like, was it dicks and assholes or something? But anyways, I confronted him with it. He started crying and asked him, he was like, am I a weirdo, dad? <laughs> no, I thought it was a funny story. A little topical. I got a booty. <laughs> what did Lorena Bobbitt say to Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Back that up. You have one more chance. The joke is, Jeffrey Dahmer ran into Lorena Bobbitt. You know what he said to her? Hey, you gonna eat that? That's so funny. The last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> I've never done Patreon or subscribed to is a Patreon or paid for a podcast, but the idea of a John Wayne Bobbitt, the Juice, Carl, and Trudy Buffalo Bills podcast, and I'm not joking, I would pay $100 a month for this podcast. $3 and something that changed. But you guys find a way to get that podcast and 
I, I, I pledge $100 a month. Where's my dick? Please get Bobbitt's story podcast on the Red Shovel Network ASAP. Where's my dick? Oh, my God. All you guys talk about is John Bobbitt and the Buffalo Bills. Cut it out. God. Gosh. So your uh, Bobbitt interview... Hilarious. Thank you. And when he said his doctor's name was Cappuccino, <laughs> immediately came into mind Dr. Spichemin from 30 Rock. Tracy, who is your doctor? Dr. Spaceman! Dr. Spaceman! <laughs> this is Dr. Leo Spichemin. That's a great name. Trudy Rocks. <laughs> and and Trudy, Trudy definitely needs to go on a date with, uh, with the Bobbit. She needs to, no. she needs to rub that knuckle. Bob, oh, they are gonna. <laughs> Bone. No. I can feel it. Two zero nine sixty six boner. No more calling in and, and suggesting that Trudy hooks up with Bob. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, Trudy, it's not. how did Lila get your lipstick? Um, I have a backpack, little backpack inside my big backpack. She opened it, opened the zipper. She and, does open zippers. And, She's uh, incredible. And then fished out my Mac lipstick and uh, chewed. Lila. Actually, it's it's time for another train with Lane dog training <laughs> she, tip. She didn't. So you've reached the phase where you've realized your dog is untrainable. You can't control your little monster. The economy is tanking. The world is on fire. Everyone hates each other. Why even bother to get out of bed in the morning? Relax. Take a deep breath and look at your dog. Your dog doesn't care how much money you make or if you're vaccinated or how many Twitter followers or five-star reviews you have. Your dog doesn't even care about all that weird porn you're into. Your dog loves you unconditionally. <laughs> and you love your dog. In the end, who cares about anything else? But seriously, you got to shut that dog up. And that's your Train with Lane dog training tip. I just have to say that when I went up to the bathroom during the commercials, mm. Lila came up and stayed outside the door waiting to make sure I was okay. Aww. She, I mean, she's... Or she was waiting to get in there and... Yeah, well, she did get in there, by the way, and she got this out of the garbage and chewed it up down here for some reason before she got to Trudy's lipstick. What the fuck? Why is she chewing everything? She was going after this garbage, too. I keep moving it. I keep catching her. I have to I have to put my... Any shoes or anything of importance has to be put up high enough that she can't... Get. What the fuck? You just leave your zipper down, too, just because... No, she so doesn't she get doesn't. to my zipper. Okay. But she unzips pillows and pulls all the stuffing out. She oh, unzips really? pillows? Yeah. I mean... That's how does she do that with her teeth? Obviously, not with her yeah. fingers. No, she she got uh, two rolls of toilet paper and it looked like it snowed six inches in the bathroom. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, "What is this?" And I realized that's two rolls of toilet paper. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it was like she must have been doing that for an hour. And she's just sitting there, like, looking at you, probably. No, I know. And she always looks so cute when you bust her. It's like, right. oh, what yeah. am I going to do? It's yeah. a dog. Jesus Christ. Do dogs <laughs> she ever does. go to Look a at different her. room? She's sitting on Jim's lap now because <laughs> she knows that she fucked up. <laughs> she's over there getting comfort from my him. hand. <laughs> Pretty smart. Looking innocent. Okay. Aww. If you were the rattletrap guy, would you have hung it up by now? <laughs> Yes. It must, How yes. long has it been? He hasn't been president for a while. It's got to be a money maker. He must still be making money, right? I think it's a labor of love. I mean, I mean he, you'd think he has to be, right? There was, okay. uh, there was a lot of merchandise, so I, I think maybe that keeps it going, possibly. I know that this might sound really silly, but is it possible that he likes being, quote-unquote, somebody? I mean, he is the rattletrap driver. He's been on a bunch of podcasts. He's, I mean, everybody knows him. 
Well, before that, he, he ran just Rob Cordes. Yeah, he ran Barnstormers, so he was somebody back then too. Who's buying all that merchandise? Like, I, there's a lot of people that love Trump. I okay, personally, don't get mad at me, <laughs> but I think Trump is done. It's over. Yeah, I don't think he can be president again. I don't care if they are, if they charge him or convict him Wrong. of anything. <laughs> I just don't think. I think we're done. The chapter's over. The insanity is just too much for everyone now. Maybe there's, if he ran, okay, if they ran. You think he'll try to run still. Can you Google the most recent Biden-Trump poll? I bet it's closer than I think. I would just think DeSantis would be the guy. I just, I'm just, I mean, I'm very divorced from it. I don't care that much. It's like whoever's president, it's my life's going to be okay. I'm just, that's the way I look at it now. It doesn't matter. I think I've always kind of had that feeling too a little bit, to be honest. I kind of did. I mean, I used to really like ragging on politicians a lot, but it's just kind of boring after a while. Polls ending January 8th. Okay. That's a month ago. Or no, that's not a month ago. That's four days ago. Yeah. They yeah. have a comparison here. They have Biden and DeSantis even, both at 43%. They have Biden against Trump. Biden's plus three. Plus and, three? Yeah. And in a different one, a different poll, they have uh, another 50-50 Biden-Trump. Wow. Dead even. Look at the one below that. Oh, that's just Arizona. How unhappy can people be with a president if the the president that just lost, who is in like 19 investigations, however fair they are, aren't, and he's even with him? That's amazing. That's not good. Okay. And this is before the documents, right? Or when did that come out? Oh, the... Oh, the new documents. Right. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. Was this even before that? The eighth? I don't know. Four days ago. Yeah, there's only maybe right one set. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody it. No made it very clear that this is no way comparable. <laughs> it's not even the same thing. I mean, that, seriously, the the news stories were going out of their way to say this is nothing like Trump. And now I notice they aren't saying that so much. This morning, GMA did a really quick story. I mean, they just really oh, got yeah, through it fast. Sure. They made their lead story, and it was just like facts. So, if I'm second said it, it's crazy. See ya. Uh, as for the airports, oh, now that was nuts. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rob, how much longer can you drive the rattle trap around? I have no idea. That sounds like it's not in the greatest condition. Everybody that sees it. Rescue 45, though, has been fully reconditioned. Okay, Rescue point. 45's in great shape. <laughs> great stereo. But every day that yes. passes from something that's not in good condition, it just gets worse and worse. But too. maybe he has to get his money's worth out of the new sound system because it has a great sound system now. Oh, what happened? Didn't an axle break recently, too? Uh, that was a while that? ago, I think. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think I guess, you're on to something. I think something. Rob likes being the rattle trap driver. I think he likes that. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, he's, he is a celebrity of sorts. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Our this mega crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. Yeah, every boner line, there's sightings. Yeah. There's people excited to call. No, everyone knows what it is, who he is. I mean, that, that thing has been everywhere. But the fact that it's called the Unity Bridge and it has flags that says, <laughs> fuck Joe Biden on it. <laughs> no, great unity. It's not unity. No, the idea of Trump having a unity bridge is just ridiculous. Trump is not a uniting person. I think we're clear on that. Yeah. He he does have a lot of people Wrong. that really loved his presidency and loved his policies. I didn't even really mind his policies. To be honest, I thought his policies were pretty good. Uh, it was, it was in my, this is my opinion, and some people are saying this besides me, his constant need to push back against everything just made it so hard. And of course, people's 
need to push back against everything he said or did. It just became so difficult. This is your president. And toxic. And then Distracting. he's done a few things that are a little, a little questionable, I'd say, to say the least. And now <laughs> they're digging you. into I honestly believe this. If anyone runs a business besides Donald Trump's, I think if you draw too much attention to yourself, they're going to find some yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. If Bezos ever runs for president, believe me, you're probably going to hear a lot about Amazon. I mean, how often do people talk about the fact that Amazon really doesn't pay much in taxes? How can that be? When was the last time they did? Well, I know there were two years where they didn't really pay any taxes. And, and supposedly, so, oh, it was because of it. It had this big expense. Aren't they incentivized, too, for uh, putting warehouses in communities? So they're not paying taxes and they're getting incentives? From- oh, yeah. I'm sure they get tax breaks every time they put something up. In wow. fact, they put something up here. And uh, Did you see that <laughs> the Illiches and Stephen Ross are going to get $800 million in funding from the city of Detroit oh. to, to put up District Detroit? I'm like, well, I thought that was 2014. I thought we already did that. And they built parking lots instead. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't feel Why that. Why doesn't the city of Detroit right. just do it? Like, the way you said it, like, Ross and uh, the, they're going to get 800. Just say it's Stephen Ross. Right. Just the other should just be the quiet part. Okay, just say Stephen Ross. Like, what, can't the, someone in the city of Detroit organize that and use their own $800 million, not have to give it to someone else? Like, well, you would, think, it- you would think a billionaire many, many times over could just do this, but yeah. I guess it's just such a losing proposition that there has to be public money. I love how they're bringing the fence in, though, at uh, Comerica. Oh, tr- thank you, Trudy. That's, no, that's <laughs> a nice good And lowering it. I like how you're on top of that. <laughs> a story, sports story Trudy can really understand. I think she read it in Brandon's prep. I did not. I, it was on... <laughs> oh, you didn't Wait, read no, it? Trudy's I did not read it prep. <laughs> I read it on Brandon's prep today. Yesterday, I read it in the free press, and it was oh, on oh, wheels, and I'll send you the audio. Okay, so that's the point, is that you read Brandon's <clears> prep before Brandon has prep. Yeah. You already know his prep. So you're, quiz, you're taking, Trudy. This is the Mark Fellhauer position. Trudy's <laughs> adopting the Mark Fellhauer position that she doesn't need Brandon's prep because she already knows it. Pop quiz, Trudy. What celebrity recently has been banned from becoming the Grand Marshal of the Mardi Gras Parade? Oh, I know. Hmm. Would that be Mel Gibson? Oh, damn it. <laughs> you read it. You or read as Brandon prep. wrote ha, Mel Gibson. his prep. Ha, ha. Foiled. Brandon wrote Mel Gobson. I read your prep. Ha, ha. Spelled it wrong. There was a couple spelling errors. You yes. want to make? Is that for public yeah, yeah, consumption? Yeah. Can we really? Can we read that how it What's is? Marty Ross. <laughs> Marty Ross. It's autocorrect. <laughs> H R A S. Whatever. I'm a um, fast typer. What is the Mel Gibson movie that I? I think I want to see it. I want to see that movie. Which? Oh, he's Pat- a shock jock. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, Mel Gibson. By you the were way. Talking about, sorry. Gibson, knock it off. Not Gibson. I thought you were talking about um, the Passion of the Christ Part Two. But no, you're thinking of On the Line. Which is a fantastic movie. Uh, oh, where... you've seen it? No. Out? No, I didn't see it, but I read the synopsis and it just looks amazing. Where Mel Gibson plays a nighttime radio DJ <laughs> and he's taking calls, and all of a sudden someone says, I have your family and I'm going to kill them. Oh, exciting. So it's all. Whoa. Yeah, radio. So he's live and on the so... air. He's not recording it. The whole movie is just, yeah, he'd be recording Both from out of town. Going crazy. Nobody does a night show live on radio anymore. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Check it out. Live period. All right, people. Settle in. Relax. Oh, nice. I say that all Give the time. Give me a call. This is On The Live. Live radio, baby! Are you ready? I'm always ready. Oh, We're yeah. expecting your calls. Talk to Elvis live on air and tell him about all of your issues and problems. Another day. 
He's like Frazier. It isn't the greatest radio. Or is Kevin Dillon, right? Hey, why's that guy have his headphones on? He's not even in the studio. Okay, is that we Kevin got Dillon? Gary on the line. What's up, so. Gary? Like it. Sami? Gary. Dead air. I'm going to do something really screwed up tonight. Gary? You at home? No. Does the home belong to someone you know? No. It belongs to somebody not very nice. And I'm, I'm going to take out his whole family. His yeah, producer's bummed. I'm breaking into the house. Hey, 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 Gary, stop, wait, come on. Why hurt his family? I mean, they're innocent. Your family. You're better than that, Gary. Tell me calmly. Where exactly are you? I'm at your house. <laughs> Actor sounds. Night of your life. Show's gonna get great ratings, though. And I think you're gonna love it. So he's gonna go kill him, right? There's a bomb in the radio station! Oh, shit. (laughs) can still end well. Then he cuts to commercials. Ooh, I'd love to be the first commercial in that break. (laughs) Well, if we don't wanna die, we gotta fight. Do it. So how about you tell us the truth? We're all listening. Show yourself, you slippery son of a... Oh, now he's mad. Oh, man, the levels would be way in the red for that part. (laughs) No, yeah, he had it potted down. They should have shown the board. (laughs) All right, time for action indeed. Let's go to the phone lines. Go ahead, caller. Um, wow, that looks. I like that movie. There's a new movie. I mean, I love the the idea. You know, the the nucleus of it is man has to fight everyone for his family, or his fill in the blank child, or yeah. wife, or dog. And um, Gerard Butler has another one that they're pumping up lately. Is plane, where he's a pilot and it crash lands on an island that's overrun by rebels, and he has to fight them all to save the the, the passengers. Wow. Who's the actor? <laughs> Gerard Butler. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're all, that's, like, that's pretty, they're that sounds so, pretty realistic. Cliche, I, I watched one of his stupid <laughs> movies last night. It was so bad. Um, yeah, Trudy, how do we get you better advice on movies? I, you, know, you just plunge in. You just seem uh, like your instincts I, are not good. I had watched everything, and I was just sort of looking around. And on Netflix, I saw that. There's nothing on. Like, Gerard Butler, I was, you know. <gasps> Wait. Like, did you see the smash, smash, smash oh, hi. documentary? Yeah, I did. Oh, it was really good. It was really good. That was great. Whoa, 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 smash, whoa. smash, smash. He killed somebody, right? Yes. No, the guy. I don't, did, he, did the guy die? Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. Keep hey, like, no, not the smash guy. The other guy that he ended up going to jail for. And okay. I, I learned a lot from Hold this Hold on, let's guy. start from the beginning. Okay. Kai was a hitchhiker, mm-hmm. and he was in a car with someone who trapped someone against uh, a structure of some kind, and then he got out of the car, and he said he was, Je- he was Jesus or something, and he was going to kill black people, and he put his arms, he's a huge guy, he bear-hugged this woman and was going to break her neck or something. Oh, like a pencil. And Kai came up. He was the uh, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. He got out of the passenger seat, came up, and hit him three times. Smash! 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 smash. On the head, put a huge divot in this guy's head, Ooh. and saved this woman's life. He was a hero! Yeah, he was a total hero. Until? And then, not only that, uh, he started getting offers 
everywhere. Kimmel wants him on. Somebody wants him to do a reality show. He's such a crazy personality. He's so interesting. Smash, smash, smash. He also can play guitar, and, and he has some crazy-sounding songs. With him. <laughs> he reminds me of Manson, actually. His lyrics, <laughs> yeah. the way he sang, except he played, really, he played pretty well. So, like, bands have him opening for them and stuff, and the guy from the one band, I'm trying to remember where that was. Was it Minneapolis or somewhere? This band was pretty successful, and Kai was opening for them, and they were like, well, we just figured it would bring some people to the show. Mm. And then they noticed that Kai is, like, being really demanding, like, get me a beer. Like, all of a sudden, he's a superstar. Oh, he what? went from the being this homeless. Can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. He goes from being a homeless guy to being like a, hey, give me a fucking beer. Right. And they don't like the way he's treating the staff. Then he starts talking to fans and stuff. And these violent things come out, really weird things, including the fact that he said the driver of the car that he was originally in when this whole thing happened, that he had smoked a joint with him and he had laced it with some crazy fucking drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is bizarre because if somebody has been drugged and then pulls off that crazy shit that he pulled off where he crashes into the PG&E worker and then, you know, bear hugs the other lady, then Kai's kind of, uh, uh, yeah. I wouldn't say up. responsible, but he's definitely got a part in that. And he also starts posting stuff about, like, if anybody ever uh, raped me, I would I would do this. You know, he'd kill, how he would kill them. Right. And it's like, what? Then we sort of find out that, uh, oh, he was raised by his mother, and he was very difficult, and she had to lock him up at times because oh. if he had any access to anything, he would do something horrible. <sighs> Jeez. And it just gets weirder and weirder, and it ends with he's in prison for life. <laughs> he is? Yeah, I, sorry to spoiler alert. I mean, <laughs> it was kind of no. Did you know that? I didn't know. I, I didn't knew know he what got, happened. I to knew it. he was in trouble. I knew he was yeah. accused of murder. I guess I didn't follow this. I don't know why. I wonder why we didn't follow that. When did that? 2013. So it happened kind of like okay. during the transitionary period between. Yeah, I think Riff it was. It's part of the 105 well, no, one put, jinx. I think I blocked it out of my no, mind. No, that was that was 100% at Riff because I remember pulling that I remember that audio. Smash. No, I remember that. I yeah, remember was, that whole part. It started in February. And then that was in February. Yeah. yeah, we played. They played in the documentary the song. We like people started doing mix. mix oh, that was a great song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do we have the song? I, th I thought we did. The smash, smash. Yep, that's smash. exactly the one. Yeah, it uses the things he actually said, auto tuned, yep. and makes a song. It's pretty fucking good. In fact, why don't people do that anymore? Because those were great. Yeah. Remember there was a whole rash of them? Oh, yeah, like, um... I think Bill Parcells... Yeah, had your, uh, claiming his Jesus, hide your kids. Plows his car into a yeah. PG&E worker, pinning him against his truck. The man's passenger comes to the rescue. Oh, boy. People say, don't hit Jake. Well, good thing I was hit Jake. <laughs> that woman was in danger. So I ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, yeah. If he started driving that car again, there'd be a hell of a lot of bodies around here. Dude, that guy was fucking cooped out. He can slap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. So I started smashing in the head. Smash, smash, smash. No matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes, you're lovable. Doesn't matter your looks, skills, or age, or size, or anything. It looks like you're he's singing. This is great. No one can ever take that away from you. You're worthwhile. No one can ever take that away That was the beginning of the interview. the side of this fucker's car. And he's like, you know what? I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ and I can do anything I fucking want to. <laughs> Bam! Smash into this guy right there. Two women are trying to help, but he grabs one of them. So I ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash! 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 <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be stuck in my head all night. 
seen a hell of a lot of parties around here. Yeah, so easy to write a song, isn't it? <laughs> but you're right. There was this uh, golden age where everything in that went viral got turned into a song. With their football coaches, speeches and stuff. Is that like Andre Dobson? The best one. The best one. This is the Hawk? The A plus one. Oh, yeah. You're right. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. This is the woman that was hostage for 10 years or whatever. Yeah. In Cleveland. Cleveland. We eat ribs. Oh, I got one too. Dead giveaway. Remember we interviewed him at one at sports radio and he was terrible? Horrible, yeah. He got pissed at us. Yeah, he wanted money. We didn't even do anything. Dead giveaway. Just interviewed, right? Yeah, it was he had his book. brutal. Yeah, his book was Every day. Big Type. I still have his <laughs> book maybe in my 50 basement. pages. Oh, was it? Yeah, really big type. <laughs> That's, That's the one funny. you were thinking of. A woman who woke up to a oh, it's only coming man through one. I can fix it. The woman boy. screamed. Her brother rushed in to help and tried to help us. Thanks for screening it, by the way. Bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds like yeah, shit. Forget, don't worry about it. We already heard that this. One. Edit it out. <laughs> All right. Um, well, it's, it's Maz time. Um, I feel bad calling him on time that he gives us this tiny window and I'm actually following it. But this uh, tiny window. Does he have like a, th- a two minute window? It's like a 15 minute window, okay. seriously. That's all. The only time he's available, he's so busy because he has to leave Woodward Sports. He has to go home and go potty. And it takes him a while to, his, to drive home. He changes probably... his bowling shirt. Sometimes he has to pick up a child he's too. Gotta go potty. Then he has to drive <laughs> to potty. the bowling alley <laughs> in the warm up period. And that's about it. But uh, first, if you're facing a big financial decision like buying a home, a new car, or something cosmetic, it's important to know how this could affect your life. And Luke Nowacki, um, I just talked to him the other day. In fact, he's done a lot for people who have 401ks and they've changed jobs. And they're like, how do I do with this? You know, there are a lot of questions that seem very simple, but they're really not. And by the way, that's an investment opportunity. Maybe you have to be in new funds, too. So there's a lot to think about. But a lot of people don't like leaving their money behind. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Right, yeah. So call Luke. And, uh, you know, if you have financial goals, too, that you're not reaching or you want to have, he's a great guy to go over with. Call him today, 248-663-4748, for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Remember, FINRASIPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Separately owned other entities and our marketing names, product service reference here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. And also, uh, Public Adjusters of Michigan, PAM, our good friends. Uh, this is a great time to talk about PAM because the weather is, well, we're in the middle of winter and Harsh weather can lead to property insurance claims, and if they're serious enough, sometimes you need help because they don't want to pay them, or they only want to pay so much, and you know it's going to cost you more. So the good reason to use PAM is they deal with insurance companies all the time. They know all the BS, all the little tricks, and they just fight their way through it in a way that probably is not very easy for you to do. They get you more money, and they handle the entire claims process. It's very simple. Call PAMFirst.com. Call PamFirst.com or click the Pam logo on our website. Tommy, can you hear me? Maz! Hey, Drew. How you doing, Maz? This is great. A pleasant surprise. What, they were so early? <laughs> that we're on yeah. time? I know your window's very tight, Maz. It's really hard. I know how busy you are. 
I know, Drew. You know, you do, you do your best. I do my best. It's all good. Tom, right off the top, we have to ask you, we have a couple very important things to deal with. One is, uh, this guy is so upset that he called you Tom Mazeway when you were complaining <laughs> about the officiating in the Michigan TCU game. And he says, for calling you Tom Mazeway, he was blocked. Tom Mazeway. Uh, well, that, that is a very clever, that's a clever name. And I would have laughed about that had that been his only text Ooh. or his only tweet. Uh-oh. Wait, so yes. this was the tweet that put him over the top? Well, I was just done with him at that point. I was going to block him, and then that one just came out. I'm like, all right, here's a little extra. Wait, that actually w- was a good one. Why would you block if him after the most clever th- that one? But that was the most clever thing it you said. It was very clever. It seems like it's the wrong it time good. to block it's, him. He yeah. should be vindicated at that point. Nice like, oh, he's not bad. Thank you, Jim. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. You got me on a bad night. Everyone was pounding <laughs> me about Michigan, and this guy <laughs> is a real Michigan State uh, slappy to the max. But you and like Michigan State. With the Michigan State slappies. No, I don't. And I really dislike uh, that type of fan is what I really don't like. So, Maz, is there, any, is. is there any hope of him being unblocked? Any? I don't think so. I think I'm done with his uh, charades, he his can't, shenanigans. He can't redeem himself in any way? What for? What for? Well, I, I don't just don't know. It seems like blocking all these why people. Would he, why would he want to follow me anyway? It makes you, you sound like, like it sounds like you like you're some czar of Twitter that you have to block all these people. It's <laughs> czar. Well, I'm a czar. I'm a czar of my own Twitter. I don't oh, no, think it's anyone's business. Do you need I to do. be a czar? I mean, couldn't you just be a guy that that loves the interaction? No, Tom's- I don't like assholes. You want to be an asshole? Then I'm blocking you. You're calling. I'm the, time for it. You're so, calling the guy no, that called you Tom Mazeway an asshole. I mean, it seems like he's got a good sense of humor. It's at over least. the edge. True. You did not see his previous five tweets. Well, what were they? I don't have them. I blocked them. Oh. I'm not going back. Tom, some, I only go forward. Some people were saying <laughs> that maybe you should have gotten that off drop. Twitter. We need that drop. That was clever. Tom, some people were saying... Maybe I should have did what? You should have just taken a little break from Twitter that night. If you are having a bad night, That some people are saying that. Well, I don't know. Those people are not my kind of people. Did I tell you? Tom, I think... Because you had a bad day. <laughs> I, think, I think this philosophy, I don't go back, I only go forward, would seem to be at odds with your desire to watch only things from the 1960s and 70s on TV. You like all things that are old. Correct. Is this a new philosophy in 2023? I only go through. But you understand, I only go forward on Twitter. I I go backwards on everything else. Okay, so this is a unique thing in terms of your life life goals and your life philosophy. <laughs> yeah, look, I just don't like mean people. That's that's my that's my life uh, lesson. I'm sorry. Okay, that we need that drop too. Um, <laughs> Maz, we have been fighting all week to get a proper eulogy for Adam Rich of Eight Is Enough. I and, know, and I know. I know I've heard. Were you a fan of the show? I've never heard you talk about it. Is enough. I love Eight Is Enough. It's one of my favorite theme songs. Aww. But you know, Dick Van Patten was a stud. You know, had all those kids with uh, Beverly. Uh, <laughs> forgot her last Betty Buckley. She was hot. Betty Buckley. Yeah. Yeah, Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley was pretty hot. She I was. liked a couple of his sisters. Me I too. Liked, even, ah. even his butch sister. I even liked his butch sister. I even liked her. That's what got me into the show. I think is the sisters and the mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you can you po- properly eulogize Adam Rich in thirty seconds or so? Yeah, you know, not really. I know he's just another child star, gone awry. 
poor guy. What did he die at? Fifty-four years old. Yeah, fifty-four. That's that's a shame. I really don't don't know much don't know much about his uh, career after Eight Is Enough. But wasn't his name Adam on the show as well? No, it was Nicholas. Nicholas. Thank yeah, you. he was Thank a scene stealer. Is Dick Bradford. Van Patten? Just to quote Dick Van Patten, he was a scene stealer. <laughs> and his birthday was he about was? three months ago. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he was not. He was I'm a long way. On the other, on the uh, on the sports side of death, unfortunately, we lost Charles White today. The great oh, the, Charles White, the seventy-nine US, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, the USC running back who got the fake touchdown against yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Did, did you yep. block him the before he died? Touchdown. <laughs> the phantom touchdown. Uh, he's passed away at like 63, 64 years old. Wow. Do you know the cause of death? Sucked. Yeah, well, he's been suffering with CTE, dementia, and then oh. he had he was in a in a home, so oh, they man. take care of him. He was really uh, not in a good way, and then he unfortunately he passed away from cancer. Actually, oh man, and how how close was his yeah. birthday? Do we know? Yeah, I didn't look. I it was. Look. Ja- I was upset though. It's January twenty second, Joe. Oh. It's really oh, close. Man. Oh he was just a, a oh, was getting ready so. for it. Wow. A week. Saturday. A week That's terrible. Oh, man. Jeez. That makes it so much worse. <laughs> no, I'm sorry to hear that. I did not know about Charles White. Uh, we know Lisa Marie Presley has had a heart attack. She's being treated. I and, know. Yeah. She looked so bad the other night. Oh, my God. Oh, did she? She was at the Golden Globes. I thought she, I didn't know she looked that bad. Did yeah. she? Really? Really? I, I, she looked, looked kind of like she was slurring her words. Oh, yes. Very, she looked very slow to me. Very why did she, why did she get word to her to uh, talk to a doctor to see someone? You sounds like you <laughs> were predicting this almost. You have been yeah, psychic I, lately. I, I, he probably, has. I probably should have. Had I paid attention that night, I might have called <laughs> someone on it. <laughs> oh man! I, you know what today is, Drew? You know what today is? Today is January twelfth. Twelfth. Is there a big anniversary it's, or it's sometime? The, what? It's the fifty sixth anniversary, fifty seventh of Batman. Batman oh. of the uh, opening episode, <clears throat> the opening episode with the Riddler. Yeah. Did a riddle. I remember the Riddler was the first villain, and then I think it was—I want to say it was the Penguin and then the Joker. Yep, the Catwoman as well. They all they hit the big four right off the top of the show. Um, what was the first? What what was the first episode about? What happened? Oh, it was so good. It was uh, Riddler, and uh, he had his 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 mall. Jill St. John was his mall. What? Remember Jill St. John? Was She's too that. hot for uh, was, for the Riddler. Oh, he was the Riddler. Riddler was pretty. The Riddler was Frank Gorsh. He's pretty strapped. Yeah. Uh, Jill St. John, really? Wow, what a hot mall. <laughs> she was so hot. So listen, that's true. So Batman uh, tracks them to this discotheque. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he goes in, and this is where he unleashes Bat Tusi, the Bat Dance. What? And he was poisoned <laughs> by a glass of orange juice. <laughs> he was poisoned by a glass of orange juice. That scene was also orange in the juice, Batman the porno ripoff. He's like, way. I'll just have, I'll just have a glass of orange juice, fresh orange juice. And the guy gave him the drink. He's like, here, Batman special. He drank it, went to dance with Jill St. John, and then went, Oh, man. So, he, did, he fainted. 
did he rock blacked out. What happened to the Batmobile? Because that's always was my concern as a child. Was oh my <laughs> god, the Batmobile is just sitting there in the parking lot. Robin, Robin, <laughs> Robin was Robin was not allowed in the disco because he was underage, so he had to sit in the Batmobile. Uh, and Riddler, Riddler no shot a, a sleeping dart. Riddler shot a, a sleeping dart at him in the parking lot. And then tried to steal the the, the Batmobile, oh. but he pushed the wrong button, and the Batmobile went on fire. So he left. <laughs> Wait, the Batmobile uh, immolated? Say it again. Cell phone the, the, blows. The Batmobile was on fire and was destroyed. Yeah. Did they have no, insurance? It was uh, anti theft. <laughs> it was anti theft. <laughs> it started shooting up fireworks and all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. So the Riddler got pissed. And got the the boy wonder and went underground with him. I mean, kidnapped Robin. And then I'm assuming that Alfred probably Robin. Alfred probably got the Batmobile back to the Batcave. Yeah, Alfred always. All this in 30 no, no, minutes. Batman then, Alfred does clean Batman up. Batman stumbled. Listen, Batman stumbled to the Batmobile, but he was <laughs> drunk from the uh, from the orange Poison. juice. And the police said, "Batman, you're in no shape to drive." <laughs> and he had to hand the key over. The Gotham City Police. <laughs> she was wow. hot. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of Batman with Jill St. John's. Wow, what a knockout. Damn. How about this, Drew? The next episode, Riddler <laughs> dresses Jill St. John up as Robin. Oh, yes. I'm looking at the picture right now. Yes. Oh. yes. She looks great in that outfit. Yeah, she should have been Robin the rest of the series. <laughs> God, that is... Oh, my God. I can't even believe that. That's crazy. That is blasphemous, though, to dress up, you know, yeah. a villain as I bet Burt Ward was really angry about that. Hell, yeah. I wonder what he's thinking he today. Was. On he the was call. strapped down. Burt Ward was strapped down to a table. Wow. <laughs> she was strapped down. What a what a brilliant reminiscence, yep. Maz. That's outstanding. <laughs> I, I'm not done. I'm okay. not done yet. Wait, okay. I have to finish. Let me, let me finish. Great. So, uh, Jill St. John fakes herself as Robin... Batman allows her to get in the Batmobile, so he wants to take her back, wants to take Robin back to the Batmobile. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn it. He wants to take her back where? Hurry. Anyway, Jill, <laughs> Robin, as Jill St. John, gets her way into the Batmobile, into the Batcave. That's bullshit. But Batman knew it all along that it was Jill St. John when she pulls a gun on him, and he's like, poor, deluded girl. And then they banged. And of course... <laughs> Oh, no, they didn't bang. They didn't. She the one fell I to her death into the. She fell to her death into the bat, where the bat cave, where the Batmobile gets its gets its uh, energy Sad. from. She fell into that. Oh my god! Wow! So yeah, it was like an died. electric vehicle. They had yeah. alternate energy at that time. <laughs> Batman had yep, an electric they had car. Alternate energy. He was the climate climate uh, concerned. He was first. Uh, Maz, what about the? I was tweeting out and I tweeted it at you. The surfing competition between Batman and the Joker. When the fuck yes. was that from? Oh. Is that a movie? No, that was season three when Batgirl ruined the show. Oh, so she did. These were these were one parters by then, and the Joker uh, kidnapped the surfer and stole his identity by strapping up to his brainwave machine. So he had all the surfer's knowledge. And he wanted to win the surfing contest. Wow, he was win, pretty good. I think it was ten thousand dollar prize. And Batman came up with a shark repellent when a shark shark showed up. 
in the way he sprayed it too, like, just really quick. You know, one mist is like, what? Get out of Take here. Take care of that shark. <laughs> that one, that one Batman, uh, the title. He uh, won the title because of that. Yeah, I think I think I blocked that out. That was so shark jumping that I think I blocked it out as a child. I did that because I, I love that show. Listen, but Barbara Gordon looked awesome in her black one piece. Oh yeah, Barbara Baby. Gordon. She was hot. Commissioner yeah. Gordon's daughter, Barbara Gordon. She had a yep. see-through. Yvonne Craig. Oh, that was Yvonne Craig. Top. That's right. You saw her cleavage in 1966. Wow, I gotta see that. Let's see here. Check it out. A nice black. It's got like a little net on the in the uh, boob area. Slut in the boob area. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting the right oh, images Sonny, here. Oh, Sonny, those were crazy times. I'm gonna have to spend some more time on that after <laughs> the show. Yvonne, actually, I should have I Googled Yvonne Craig. I, I Googled Barbara Gordon. That was a mistake. Um, <laughs> Big mistake. All right, Maz, uh, let's see. Anything else on your mind That's that we, uh, we need to cover? Uh, Wild play- card weekend coming up. It's going to be exciting. Can't wait. Do you have any Love predictions? Football. The Lions, Lions were phenomenal. Thank God, you know, they did what they did this year. And I didn't pick them to win against the Packers, but uh, they impressed the hell out of me. Um, who would be the MVP of the Lions in your mind? Say it again. Who's the Lions MVP? It's Jamal. The Lions MVP? Oh, man. Jamal. Uh, Jared Goff. Goff. Jared Goff. I'd okay. say Jamal Williams based on the records he broke and how consistent the yeah. run game was for the first time in I'll a go, real long time. Okay. Okay, Brandon. Thank you. You could have Jamal Williams. That's good. He's good as well. I'm glad you didn't collapse but on that. I, I think Jared Goff. I mean the Lions. The Lions led the league in no in in the least turnovers. They were fourth that, in offense. No, they had an incredible year. I know. And uh, let's see incredible. how will they win any postseason awards? Will uh, Coach of the Year go to Dan Campbell? Uh, Rookie of the Year for no, Hutch? He won't. No. Nah, maybe he he might get it, but Sauce Gardner from the Jets will probably yeah. get Defensive Rookie of the Year. Dan so? Campbell will probably finish. What did Gardner third. do that was so great? Didn't let anyone catch anything. Ross Gardner was like a shutdown corner. How he many interceptions amazing. did he have? Hutch amazing. had three. Did he have four? Yeah, I think that. I think maybe he might have had that. That that's about it. I think he had forced fumbles, nine and a half sacks. Let's see. Gardner. Sauce year. only had two interceptions. Shit. <laughs> How many forced fumbles? Okay. None. He has zero sacks. Okay. With the cast tag. No, no sacks. Um. Yeah, He's a and, cornerback. And who will be the first draft pick for the Lions? I'm sure you've had mock drafts already on Woodward Sports. Well, they pick sixth, and they pick 18th. So it depends who slips to them. They're going to take defense with the first pick. There's not a question linebacker about Linebacker or Defensive line? lineman or a, or a linebacker. Probably a defensive lineman first. They're talking about that kid, Brian Brisset from Clemson, yeah. because uh, Jalen Carter from Georgia won't slip to them. Okay. And neither will Will Anderson from Alabama. I have no idea if you're saying real names or if those are just made-up names. <laughs> I have no idea no, what's no. going on. I read it's the true, same true. thing today. Those are true. <laughs> and probably take a defensive back 18. You I read was, the same thing Maz read, Jim? Yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking that, but you said it <laughs> Maz, you've been scouting these guys. Is that why you're saying that, or is this just something you read somewhere? No, I watch college Jeez. football all year, and, of course, I keep up with it. I, oh, so you, scout, you did your own scouting. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I do my own scouting. Yeah, okay. That's very true. Yeah. All right. All right, I always want to be a GM. You know that. Good luck with bowling, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Hey, I appreciate the call, guys. Okay, Maz. See you, Tommy. To you by Legacy <laughs> Partners, of course. Thanks for, thanks for caring. Bye, guys. You're welcome. <laughs>
Great Batman recap. Man who only looks forward on Twitter. He looks back. Everything else, everything old is great, but on Twitter, he only looks forward. And uh, Legacy Partners want us to remind you that uh, they also specialize in business insurance. We've been emphasizing small business insurance. They don't just do small business insurance. We've been talking about all these people who've started business. They do large business insurance, too. So keep that in mind. If you do, call 586-209-4106 for Legacy Partners. And uh, let's see, on to... The Golden Globes, uh, which I spell G-O-W-D-E-N-G-L-L-L-O-B-E-S to sound, that's how Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford pronounced it. Yeah. Now it's time to find out which film takes home the Golden Globe. <laughs> golden So <City>. wasted. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that was the lowest rated Golden Globes ever, and I'm not surprised because I, why not? They 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 had a black host and and I, it's crazy. Stuff. I thought it was going to be big ratings. I know. I, they had the black voters too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was surprised. All these people wanted to give back their Golden Globes, and then all of a sudden they have six black voters. They just go, can we get five or six people in here? Shut everybody up. <laughs> and everybody goes, "Oh, great! I can I can accept my awards now." Everybody's there just going, yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, the, the speeches, I saw some of the worst speeches. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just turned it on. And some woman won something, and the piano starts playing, like, get off the stage, please. And she's uh, like, shut up! And then she just blabbers for like two minutes about Jennifer nothing. Jennifer Coolidge? From, no, no, no okay. it wasn't her. I know she had a long speech. There were a few people who told the music to shut up and then went on to say nothing. Like, thanks to so-and-so, thanks to so-and-so, thanks to so-and-so. It's like the Shut worst up. fucking speeches. Um, Eddie Murphy had by far the most kick-ass moment of the night. <laughs> by far. This was great because um, <clears throat> he was honored with the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which is, uh, you know, some of the greatest comedians and actors have won this. Like Oprah Winfrey, of course, won. She, one of the great actresses of our time. Right. Uh, <laughs> why did she Actress. win that? That was so stupid. Is that for the, the color purple? She didn't like one movie. We know, I think right? that's it. Well, there was one more right after that. Recent yeah, one, Beloved, but... the one that bombed <laughs> right. and she got mad at everybody. She was like the, who's the gay guy that just made the movie? He's mad at everyone because they didn't oh, go. I can say, uh, what's that? Uh... I hate the Billy Eichner. Yes. Yeah. Um, Oprah was, I, and I remember seeing her say, this movie is so important. You must see this movie. And then nobody, nobody wanted to see it. <laughs> and by the way, is anybody watching the Will Smith movie? I think no. Mark did, and he didn't I know like Mark it. Mark watched it. I don't think he liked it. I can't believe he even watched it, but yeah, he didn't like it. I'm not surprised by that. Anyway, they did 6.3 million, the lowest audience ever. Two years ago with Ricky Gervais as the host, they did 18 million. Oh, because he was a riot. Yeah, but of course, we liked it too much, so they couldn't have him back, because <laughs> we liked it too much. Huh. Uh, so yeah, they get uh, they got to have to get a black person who said, "Yeah, the only reason I'm the host is because I'm black, and they're paying me half a million bucks." And then he bombed. He made uh, what was the joke about Scientology? He mispronounced Shelley Miss Cabbage's name. Oh. It was not a bad attempt. I mean, it was like kind of a ballsy joke, but it just when you mispronounce a person's name, and it bombed in that Backstage, room. Backstage, anyway. I found these uh, three Golden Globe awards that Tom Cruise returned. I think I maybe we take these three things and exchange them for the safe return of Shelly Miskovich. Oh, oh, what a terrible joke to joke about Tom Cruise's 
incredible uh, Golden Globes and the fact that he's a member of Scientology, this <laughs> terrible organization. I give him Why credit. Why are they booing? They should have laughed. I give him credit for saying that. And I, I believe Scientology is going down soon. And this is one of the reasons. Five, ten years ago, you'd never hear anybody talk shit about Scientology on one of these big major award shows. Yeah, I don't give him credit. I give the writer credit. Because he clearly didn't yeah. know, he didn't mispronounce he didn't that even on know purpose. Her name. Yeah, he was the first time he read that fucking name. <laughs> that's, that's pretty lame. I gotta you say. I've heard of her too. Jeez, come on, dude. So anyway, Tracy Morgan, I thought gave a great speech for Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Eddie was really just looked sort of uh, unaffected. He wasn't really laughing. He did laugh a couple times. It was obvious. I, he just looked kind of nervous or something. He got up there real humble and gave this nice speech, and then just when you think, well, Eddie's just gonna really. Be low key about this whole thing. He wraps it up with his advice for people up and coming in the business, this is which is awesome. outstanding. <laughs> I want to let you know that there is a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. Just do these three things pay your taxes, mind your business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> so awesome. Oh my god. Wow. Fucking hilarious. I think somebody else made a Will Smith joke too. I'm not sure if it was the host. God, he's gotta be so mad. He's gonna have to do a tour of the world again. Oh god. And they were showing the clips of Eddie Murphy's I, I God, I forget how brilliant Eddie Murphy is. <clears throat> the They didn't show anything from Norbit either. I love Norbit. <laughs> Drew, he hasn't had many good movies recently. Not recently. I was looking at this the other day. I'm going like, I thought he had more. <laughs> like Norbert was the last really good one. I know. All the Shrek movies made blistered. a ton of money. One Razzies. Yeah. It was brutal. What made, what made a ton of money? Shrek. All the Shrek movies. Oh, oh Shrek and Dr. Yeah. Doolittle. Yeah, you forget. He was he was the donkey. Yeah. yeah. And Mike Myers was also Shrek, so. The Nutty Professor movies. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and, and you know that's leaving the '80s out completely. I don't. I just think boys will be boys. I know he's had some weird moments in life, but generally <laughs> speaking, man, I, I really love a lot of his work. Well, then, I bet you could stand for a big old whopper right now, huh? <laughs> yeah. and I'm loaded with secret sauce. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> oh, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Sexist. The uh, the maybe the highlight of the night for me was Dahmer winning. Oh, Dahmer yeah. won Golden oh, Globes, yeah. including the actor who played Dahmer, who was awesome. We have some audio of the of the guy playing Dahmer. Although now there's outrage because he didn't mention the victim's families. Oh, his speech. On. This is it. Tonight I'm a man of action. That was his. Uh, he said. We have any party Hardy? Hardy. Yeah, party Hardy. <laughs> Hardy Hardy. Should be a t-shirt, shouldn't it, with a picture of Dahmer? Hardy Hardy. We're going to party. Hardy Hardy. Yeah. I want that on a t-shirt. Can you get a trademark like uh, Damar Hamlin? (laughs) Is Damar Hamlin trademarking stuff? He wants to, uh, according to Brandon's prep. Yeah. Trademark the number three? The number three, and... uh, So nobody can use the number three for anything? And Oh, yeah. um, What was the other one, Brandon? Uh, Did Did we win? win? The, just the set three yeah. words. Did, did we, we win? win. He, he wants to be able to trademark that. Is that going to really make him a lot of money? Is that really that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, you know guy, what? I think people will buy initially. True to the guy that aspirated a punchki at our punchki day event <laughs> and was in intensive care and almost died. Right. When he woke up, he said, "Did I win? 
Did oh he really? my God, he did. Yeah, it was the first thing he, he said it out. before tomorrow. He should apply for the patent first. He should. Yeah, he should definitely <laughs> question it. He should definitely fight it. If you're out there. Yeah, he wanted. I could have been a millionaire now. I just. I know. I just remember. Just remember people trying, trying to. I'm like, oh, and it was. Just, I mean, no and one could do it until guy. Fred Miller. It is a you know, nightmare. Total wow. nightmare story. So. Okay, um, there's so much Damar Hamlin information. I can't keep up with it all. I don't really know what's going on with him. I think really there's only one person who can really get us up to speed with Damar Hamlin. He's constantly posting about Damar Hamlin. He's a big Buffalo Bills fan, and he is so on top of things. John Bobbitt, should we call John and see if he can give us the latest Absolutely. on Damar and the, uh, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills chances this weekend? And, of course, Trudy, the podcast is in the air. I mean, he really put that out there. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great opportunity, I think, to <laughs> discuss John's legal battles and his never-ending battle with Lorena. I mean, Lorena's still claiming, still claiming that he did something wrong to her, and John's swearing that she did that for no reason whatsoever. She assaulted him, and he paid the price. But he's seriously, he posts Tamar Hamlin constantly. Does he? On his Facebook page. You're like, wow. Lisa Marie is still alive, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wait, she did look baked. Maz she, is right. She looks really clammy. Yeah. Oof. I'm, I'm sure Bobbit. Sure, it's cardiac. Hey, what's going on? John, how you doing? John? Hello. Is John Bobbit like, there? True. John, there you are. Yeah. John, how's it going? Good. Good, good. Hey, we were calling, you know, um, we, first of all, I, I want to, you are right there in Buffalo, and you must have the latest on DeMar Hamlin. What's going on with DeMar Hamlin? Well, uh, he's uh, doing good. He's uh, out of the hospital. Um, so they don't know. Um, he's he's you know, gradually progressing. Well, that's great. You know, uh, he's not going to be able to play anytime soon. Do you think he'll be playing uh, football? Do you think, John, you know a lot about medical stuff. You've been through a lot. Do you think he'll play in the NFL again? Yeah. Good. That's great. No, it, was just, it, was just a, it was a freak accident where he, you know, was a fatal blow to the chest. It was called uh, commodio cortis. Right. condition where the heart goes in cardiac arrest. And, uh, um, but, but you know, you know, thank God for medical staff. They, you know, were there to respond and, you know, save him, you know. Yeah, no. and uh, man, you're on top of this. Yeah, wow. But the, he he stayed in critical condition. He didn't open his eyes. He didn't open his eyes until three uh, three days later, and then he started making you know started responding and you know making you know progress. So how fired up? The- how fired up is Buffalo for the Bills and for Demar? It sounds like the city is about to explode with excitement. Well, Buffalo is unstoppable, anyways. You know, with Josh Allen, you know, he's like a Superman, dude. He is. I mean, he's got a cannon of an arm. You know, it's like, you know, he's—I've never seen a quarterback ever. Not to, except, you know, way back, way back in the old days, and Johnny Unitas. You know, never he, been a quarterback since. He runs well too. He's a great runner. I mean, he's tough to bring down. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And the Bills, he the is. Bills, is running over. What's your weekend prediction well, for the Bills? Oh, wait, do they play? Do they 31 play this 13. They play? Miami. 31 13 over Miami. over Miami, yeah. All right, that's a hot take. John, 31 13. Miami yeah. is playing their backup quarterback, yeah. so that's huge. And the Bills are great. Do you think they're going all the way this time, John? 
I got the I got that from Michael Strahan. That's what he said. <laughs> Is that his prediction? Really? That's what Michael said. Yeah, huh. that's what he said. Because they got to go through Kansas City, right? They can be Kansas. Right. You think they? Can oh be- yeah, Kansas City's going to be on neutral ground. It's not going to be in Kansas City like last year. Thirteen seconds. Get out of here. Wait, why is that game on neutral ground? Because of the game they canceled with the Bengals, right? Mm-hmm. So the That's AFC right. Championship would be on neutral. neutral ground. That's so weird. Probably, it'll probably be in Detroit. I thought Detroit turned it down Kansas already. Bubble in Detroit. Really? Huh? I got to go with Bob at Jim. Just nah. be quiet. Put down. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. John, this is, great, this is breaking news. Um, yeah, it'd be good news for you guys they play in Detroit. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, maybe you'll come in for the game. Yeah, you just let me in. I'll come. Okay. Uh, and John, did you did you send your uh, you were going to send a whole lot of documents to Trudy to hopefully get possibly a podcast going of some kind? Yeah, we got to get you know something going. I mean, uh, well, I'd like to get to your studio with all my material and uh, kind of present it to you guys so you can look it over. Yeah, I, th- I think Trudy and, wants to uh, have a peek at it first. She was hoping that you would send a bunch of stuff I and she was could in the, take a look at it. It was in the mail or something. Yeah, is it is it on the way right now or, or are you going to send it? Yeah, how, how do we do that legally or non-disclosure and all that? Oh, well, Trudy, if you need well, Trudy to sign, sign an NDA. Yeah, Trudy, you need to sign Trudy, an NDA. Trudy, get this thing started. you got, you got to you got to do some work, Trudy. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Let's sign an NDA well, and uh, well, well, take a picture and is, send is it to Trudy you. Is going to stand up against the Me Too movement? What a fight in this shot. Movement to go Man. after those women? I got my... <laughs> All those, uh, you know, angry women? Oh, angry women. Um... I don't know. Angry women. I think Trudy just goes with the facts. If the uh, if the information, yeah, yeah, she wants. I mean, I think Trudy would be a little subjective in in your favor because you've been a friend of the show for so yeah. long. Yeah. But but she wants to read the facts, obviously. Well spoken. Now that's that's the problem with all the shows I've ever done and all the shows I've ever saw, seen. No one does does their due diligence and digs and finds all the facts, so they'll have a long, you know, uh, uh, a show where they can go, you know, segments. Because they're not going to go. They're not going to get all the information, you know, out that they they have to present to, for everyone to understand what really happened. And in any case, a docu-series. Can't just say okay, let's report it. No, right. let's side dissect it first, so we have more to report. No, and you've been, been big on details, John. What about as more far as report. as far as stories or docu-series or anything like that that has come out about you and Lorena? Who do you think has been the most inaccurate? Uh, of all the shows, yeah, because there's been a lot. Uh, Doctor Oz, Oprah Winfrey. Um, yeah, they were they were, they were more on the feminist side though, so they stood up for her. Like, oh, he deserved it. Well, what do you do? He didn't do nothing. What I do? I didn't do nothing. <laughs> no, well, nobody deserves to have a piece of them cut off. Yeah, I I can't imagine how you can cut a penis off and not go to jail. Yeah. That just seems like no matter what you would, that would okay. not be the proper yeah. response. But uh, well, she she claimed the abuse excuse, which was just a big lie. Made up stories. She 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 gaslit a lot of people, and then no one ever looked into it. They said, okay, well he was acquitted. So what was oh, what was all the evidence? Let's look at it. Let's look at the transcripts. How, oh, she lied. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> she lied again. She lied again. But how was she acquitted? Uh, because she did cut your penis yeah. off. I mean, that's not really in dispute. How did she not? Did she get charged with anything or convicted of anything? Where's my dick? Well, she had a lot of brains, money, and 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 um, people with uh, he had a uh, high social status. You oh. know what I mean, that, that were backing her up. 
Okay, that well, that makes people, sense. People, really. that, people that didn't want to see her being convicted. Yeah, that's that's hard to understand. Well, anyway, John, um, I got to say, uh, I'm excited about the Bills this weekend. We're going to be watching 31-13 is your prediction. We're going to lock that in and contact you next week to find out what is going to happen next with the Bills. Also, any DeMar information, uh, you can be our correspondent for that. And um, and then yeah. hopefully you and Trudy can figure out how to get some documents uh, with an NDA. Trudy will have to sign something. I'm sure we know some Won't attorneys. be the first time. <laughs> yeah, just tell her to email me. Okay. All right. I'll do that. All right. Hang, hang, on, hang on. Hang on, then, John. We'll get... I'll send you the. Uh, I'll send you. The, I'll send you the pre-support from Caesar. Okay. Okay. All right. All well, right. let's let's put John on hold, and we'll get the email. All right, John. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the right. Bills game. All right. Okay, John. See you. All right, All right John Wayne Bobbitt. Bye, Judy. Bye, John. Judy. Right, this is goodbye to Trudy and Trudy only. I said bye to Judy. <laughs> We hung up. We hung up. We hung up already. Come on. Oh, gosh. Bob it. Trudy, I'll just give you the number. You text him, and then you guys can uh, figure out all the details on your new upcoming podcast as well as your non disclosure agreement. Yes. Oh, boy. By the way, yesterday it was stated that that neutral site game would be in Atlanta. So, okay. Throw that out there. Well, John's got sources just like Mans does. Yeah, I, I trust him. Maybe it's coming back to Detroit. Uh, people seeking vision correction come from all over Michigan to see Dr. Yalda. They've heard about his procedures. They think if they can just make the decision, they'll finally be done with the annoyance and mediocre performance of glasses, contacts, and reading glasses. Then after they do get custom LASIK or a permanent contact lens implant, they express wonders to why it took so long. It is a life-changing decision. Uh, call Dr. Yaldo at 800-398-EYES or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com and save $1,500 on custom LASIK just by mentioning the show. Uh, LASIK and lens replacement are quick and painless. By the next day, they're seeing better than they can ever remember. It's then they happily throw out all the garbage, the contacts, not to mention the future appointments. 800-398-EYES for Dr. Yaldo or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com. And Trudy got 44,000 push-ups in today? I did. Sit-ups. 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 Sit-ups, yeah. yeah. Sit-ups. And, um, boy, it's amazing. I- at... at-, at- the office 30, is Dr. 33 Rick. turned up to 33. Get out of here. Yeah. No Three. way. In your face. The whole time? <laughs> Double yes. DeMar Hamlin. Yes, the whole, the whole time. time. Well, no, 40 and then down to 33. So I Trudy, started I thought it only went up to 30. No, no. I was at 44. What? And then I needed to, you know, like have him bring it down a little bit. What was the max you've done, Drew? It wasn't Drew hurting at like 18? 15. <laughs> But I thought the record was this one guy, the guy that got all his tattoos removed. His body was like covered. He got them all removed. I thought he did it on 30. And he was like, he was like by far the record holder. Yeah. Not anymore. New record. So they took the governor off. Yeah. (laughs) They ripped it right off. They were were working with a a couple of different paddles. So that was the reason why it was a little bit different. But still, I got you with. Paddles? What, were they defibbing you too? (laughs) <laughs> I need to talk to Tracy about this. Yeah, you got to talk to Tracy. I'm not happy. I'm She'll not back happy. me. Um, you can bullshit. you can get, you can get forty four thousand sit ups at Doctor Roche's, and over the Valentine's Day, like you're keeping your bod pretty tight. It, it's the next big gift buying gift buying holiday, so the perfect opportunity to step up and buy somebody, man or a woman, in your life a gift card for tightening things up at Dr. Roche's office, or maybe BBL to clean up fine lines or freckles. Love will be in the air when you chisel yourself into a more perfect body right now at Dr. Roche. It's a great time for breasts, what he is best at too. Saline or silicone, that's his specialty. Also, non-invasive breast lifts with body tight. There's 
nothing but you. And if you got a little sag, you can snap them right back up with body tight. Also, right now is a good time for 360 lipo, liposuction across your midriff and around your love handles and your belt line. Check all of this out and all the other things that they can do for you to tighten and chisel you and get you all pretty for bikini season. Bikini. Or, you know, just spring break. Bikini. Teleconsults for Dr. Roche at 248-338-1110 or go to drroche.com. And uh, then we have our friend Christina Gennari and her team at KW Domain who have been astride the crazy real estate business for the last two years. She's been doing it for 20, though, so she knows all the ups and downs. She and her team can help you find the home of your dreams when you're ready to make a move. So when it's time to move, go with the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, go to soldchristina.com. That's soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. And here's the number, 248-550-4788. Yeah! So did you guys see the uh, the latest... Oh, God, I hate bringing it up, but it's everywhere. Boy, Prince Harry, the oh. uh, Duke of whatever, pain in the ass. So a lot of excerpts of his audiobook are leaking, including this one that seems to be going all around the internet. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive oh. and borderline traumatized. The last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I've been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mom used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? It works, Harry. Trust me. I found a tube, and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. And then she's going on your penis? And I took a smidge and applied it down there. So he talks about his abnormally pink wiener, then his mother, (laughs) and then his abnormally pink wiener again. What is he doing? And then applying something that smells like his mother to his abnormally frozen pink wiener. I think his foreskin might have saved him on that one then. Oh. If he didn't have the force, maybe, maybe he would have lost off. it. Hey, maybe he's circumcised now. <laughs> no, didn't he get mad at, at uh, William or out him for being circumcised? Yeah, so he I, outed I, William for being circed. Yeah, but, but I assume Harry's not, right? Oh, right. I don't know. Drew, do you know if uh, Prince Harry is circumcised or not? I don't know. I don't know why he says William is and he doesn't give his own information. Well, uh, that, that, that would William lead me is, to believe. He's, if he's, William's cut, he's cut. I don't know. Come on. Think. If you're you... in the royal family, I would think you'd be cut. He By also complained that I was only born before, so I could have spare parts in case my brother needs an organ. I'm oh, so, you're serious. I'm so sick of this baby. By the way, I never want to see, I never want to hear him ever say penis, and he just did. In my ear. My I penis wanna... was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. Oh. Oh, my God. My penis. You, did you? Oh. I cannot believe there's not universal. Shut up! <laughs> Why yes. does anyone's Geraldo put out a tweet going? Uh, I believe the Sussexes, and I support. Them. It's like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? You should see the responses underneath. Shut up! <laughs> you Geraldo. lost your mind, Geraldo. When <laughs> was the last time he said anything that meant anything? Geraldo. Not, it's been a while, but um. He had more stuff out today. He's ragging on Kate. It's like, what are you doing? Who does this? Who? I mean, seriously, these are all the most petty things. Like this thing about the fucking dress for the wedding, yeah, the yeah. child's dress. I, I, there's been so much back and forth about. It. It's like, what are what are you talking about? It's such a non-story. Who I know, gives you a people shit? People were born into this life of luxury, yeah, and everything. you're bitching because, but I can't be the king. <laughs> You've had everything given to you your entire life. 
No, exactly. And this, all this bullshit too. This drives me fucking crazy. This, they took away my security. It's like, no, you don't want to be a royal. Right. Why? By the way, who wanted to kill this guy before now? I mean, I'd like to kill him now. I would like to kill him. I can't fucking stand him. I'd like to kill the whole family. The whole I mean, family? Well, okay, not the whole family. I definitely, I never wanted, I never would have said, I'd like to kill that fucking guy until now. Until he Megan. was running his trap nonstop, complaining, whining about mm. everything. <laughs> I never had a bad feeling about him. It's like, he doesn't matter. If they had come to California and, oh, we just want to live a private, quiet life. Yeah. If they just done that. Fine. They wouldn't need any security. Who would want to hurt them? What Megan they, wants, Megan gets. He acts like he's the president of the country or something. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God, my security. And he doesn't realize. I, mean, I can't believe people don't pick up on how ridiculously privileged that sounds. Security they, bridge. They've asked countries to pay for security. Countries. <laughs> Canada and the U.S. Are you fucking kidding me? And, and in Trump's possibly his best moment, he said, no, no fucking way. <laughs> Do you think they know? I mean, they they obviously know Harry people is whipped. hate them, but but to this extent, like, are no, they I don't think they know. I think they're I want surrounded. them to. They need to. They do. You're right. They so need to know that, and that's why I think people are saying that. What happened to his friends? You need friends to tell you when you are out in left field. He is miles out of left field, and the last time. I forgot which interview it was. He said, he said, oh, if, if there's things we need to apologize for, we'll apologize for. No, he won't apologize for anything. People are bugging him about that. You don't say you killed 25 people. He's like, I do that for my mental health. It's all That's about not an apology. Him. All that, about him. Yeah, always. And he's always right, and everyone else is always wrong. Fuck him. Fucking Shut the guy. fuck up. Um, I heard today, and I, I did not... I failed to read this, but SI had a big story about Harbaugh today, and this is this is a little bit new. According to a report that surfaced Wednesday, Harbaugh was set to sign a contract extension with Michigan this week that would have made him one of the highest paid coaches in the Big Ten. Then for some reason, things fell through. It's not entirely clear what went wrong. What is clear, there does seem to be some disconnect between Harbaugh and Wade Ma Ward Manuel. One is resulting in the process becoming far more lengthy and difficult. Oh, so it's Ward Manuel's fault. <laughs> uh, Pre-offer. Post-Ohio State communications indicated to Jimmy be the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. Have the largest assistant pool salary. Lots of NIL support and support from the university. First offer, getting the contract. The first contract offer, Jim was a raise in base salary, but not high enough to meet Big Ten peers and did not increase assistant coach salary pool and included a large buyout. Notes of allegations from the NCAA were well known by then. Not to us, but Ward Manuel knew, I guess. But after the AD was told they were coming anytime, Ward changed his tune and offered that contract. Harbaugh balked, felt he wasn't wanted by everyone at the university like he was in 2015. Lila! Lila! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm mad at her. And Trudy's sorry for not Trudy picking her win. up. Lila always she wins. won't take the hint. Lila's like A.B. She always wins. <laughs> he also doubted the university's support of him. <gasps> as a result, he hired an agent. Started communicating with the NFL as a backup. Oh, so Michigan pushed him out to do this. Tales of the first contract were $8.1 million base with incentives could get him to $11 million. Assistant pool was $7.1 million with incentives making it close to $8.1 million. Buyout was $9 million. Uh, now some time has passed and President Ono gets involved. No relation to Yoko. <laughs> Only then does Ward get moving more. New offer was made with a lower buyout, $5 million, base around nine five, and incentives getting him to twelve million or $13 million with an increased assistant pool salary around $7.7 .7 million. Wow, that's a lot of dough. Good thing you don't pay the players. 
Ono <laughs> personally gave Jim support against the NCAA. Things were trending in the right direction. Contracts supposed to be signed, but lack of support from Ward and his antics. Ward's antics caused Harbaugh to pause and look at Plan B. Uh, the report is in question. Oh, thanks for telling me after I read the whole fucking thing. So it's for Sports <laughs> Illustrated. But does he? Does it have to be more than the nine point five Mel Tucker's getting? Like, do, oh, in his head, because oh, I forgot about that. So Where, yeah, but of course, salary. everyone is so mad at Michigan State for paying him that much. Then Jim's going to take on the same thing. Uh huh. But I would assume that would have something to do with it. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, well, I would have thought they would have just offered him more. Yeah, why wouldn't they? I, I had to tell you, I was a little confused about why everyone was so fucking upset about, first of all, I didn't understand why everybody's so upset about the Tucker deal. Mm-hmm. And second of all, why Michigan State was fighting so hard to not let anyone know what it was because, okay, if the two guys, the alumni are paying like $24 million of the 90, is it $95 million for 10 years? Yep. That's, They're yep. paying $24 million, then the school's paying them seventy for 10, which is $7 million a year. I don't know. It's a lot of money, but- they loved him when he signed the contract. I'm a horseshit football coach right now. So he lost a few games, and all of a sudden everyone demands to know where the money's coming <laughs> from. Yeah, I mean, look at Jim Harbaugh, like, on the same level, where a couple years ago everybody wanted him out, and now he has a good season, and everybody wants him back. Stop it's... signing people to 10-year well, deals, then. State about... fills up a stadium with 75,000 people, and they don't pay the players. They have plenty of fucking money. Michigan fills their stadium with 75, too. 112. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. 111? 112? Something like that. The most in the world. And it's always filled to the brim. Except People falling out. Yeah, except for the student section, which is always empty. It is. It's fucking empty. Every time I go there, I'm like, how come there's nobody in the top 75 rows in the student section? And then Mark seeds. I think the students are, <laughs> students are uncomfortable seeds. with people being hurt so badly. It'll probably go down after DeMar Hamlin. But can they just come to a conclusion with it? Like, I'm sick of hearing it. Like, I know everyone dull, gets but... sick of Jim Harbaugh every year. It's like... Ward Manuel's antics. What <laughs> Harbaugh's antics? And Harbaugh's been that way every, he's everywhere filled. he's been. People at Stanford and San Francisco. He rubs people the wrong. I mean, it's that happens. He's the antic king. He is the antic king. <laughs> it's it's crazy. <laughs> how how often people force him to act that way? It's crazy. Well, he it's wins, not his fault. He wins everywhere he goes, and then yeah. when he leaves, everyone's happy. Stanford was pissed at him too. I think yeah. weren't they? Yep, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Sam Fran got sick with them. Seen anywhere else? I mean, he was somewhere before San Diego Stanford. State. Yeah, but. At the 49ers, that's the one that shocked me. I could not believe they ran him out of there. After he took I him mean, to the Super Bowl? Yeah. He had a great record there. Mm-hmm. They have one year they were 8-8, eight and eight, and I think they were like, well, if we're going to lose and put up with this shit, that's too much. But they didn't. They just had one bad year. It wasn't even a bad year, really. 8-8? Eight and eight. I mean, what have they done since? Have they... They've been, I guess they've been pretty good. They're always pretty good. Yeah. They, they, reminds, they, they the got a good eight, chance this year. The 8-8 eight, eight reminds me of like how uh, you know, Jim Caldwell went, what, 9-7, and seven, wasn't good enough, so he got fired. Now we go 9-8 and eight and everybody's celebrating. <laughs> well, yeah, Jim Caldwell. different, too. <sighs> That's a tough one. I mean, I thought that was a really good team that Caldwell had. Um, you know, it's weird. I, whenever people defense. bring up racism and, and firing coaches, I always am like, oh, come on. If you win, you stay. I mean, yeah. that's that. But there, there are a few black coaches who got fired really quick, like the Notre Dame guy. Lovey Smith just got fired. He was yeah. in Houston for one year. Was he doing? No, just one year in Houston. Yeah, 
Well, that's bullshit. I don't know why they expected any more than what they did. Fired at the end of the game because they won. <laughs> yeah, they, they lost, lost the, the first pick. pick. They, they took the game to overtime. <laughs> now, other important breaking news uh, in the world of sports is that Mazzy Smith was sentenced to 12 years, 12 months oh, what? probation. 12 <laughs> months probation. And this is interesting in the story because I had not heard the story this way. He had said... That he had filed the proper paperwork, but today they said it was not on file with the state. Oh. Meaning that was a, what a lot of people were saying was they filed the paperwork. Was it maybe in a backup, a backlog somewhere, or is it non-existent? Trudy, maybe you didn't hear me. It was not on file with the state. Yeah, but he said he filed it, and he maybe said, it was he said he on its way it. or. I think it was like he hadn't filled it on out route. fully. He hadn't completely filled it out. He <laughs> Probably just about got to send the it. paperwork. <laughs> I bet he sent it really fast after he got pulled over. But anyway, he got... Uh, that was another weird one. Anyway, he got 12 months probation. That's a lot of probation. And oh, other, also Naomi Osaka has withdrawn from the Australian Open because she's having a baby with her rapper boyfriend, Corday. <laughs> Wait, Who? I never heard of Corday, but I looked him up. He's got some streams. He's got like a Sade. Is that Sade's son? Uh, no, and not to my knowledge. Sade Corday. He has like 160 million streams on one song, and this song sucked. I thought you should watch it. Oh, I can't believe how many bands are out there, or rappers, whatever you want to call, that I have no idea who they are. I know everyone fucking knows who they are, or young people do. Ever since I looked at the most streamed albums, thing, I'm like, who is this? Is this person? See, like the top fifty songs of twenty twenty two, and I know like three. Yeah, I, three I don't of them. know any of them. <laughs> and uh, the top albums. It is interesting though. In looking at the, and you can look it up if you if you care to. I just love numbers. So it's under. If you just Google most streamed albums, they update it every day. Not that anybody wants to look at it every day, mm-hmm. but you can see, you know, that uh, oh, like rumors, Fleetwood Mac. I mean, it's like in the top hundred. Somehow, people are still streaming the shit out of that album. Where's Jeff Beck today? Oh, that's a good question. I have to look him up tomorrow, because I think it's might be a day behind. Okay. But he's not... I don't think he's in any of the top 2,000. No. Still. And, um, it is interesting, though, looking at people so like... he's dead. Uh, <laughs> Britney and people like that, you know, who are fairly recent. You know, you'll see Fleetwood Mac doing 2 million streams a day, and then you'll see, like, John Mayer's records, which were pretty big, and you'll see, like, Wait, that's only doing 100,000 streams a day? Really? I mean, he's kind of a, not a current guy, but, um, or Cardi B's another one, like, her stuff, which is really new, it, like, streamed up a storm! But her and financial then, advice is really important. <laughs> true. Um, now, we have not talked about Koberger today, and there's a lot of Koberger information. I heard that, I hear you on the boner line. He's wishing for more crime so that we can talk about more crime. Don't worry. There's plenty of crime out there. You don't need to pray for more crime. Um, the the last thing I saw, because it's amazing. If you Google Koberger, there's new stuff like every 20 minutes. Oh, God, It's incredible. Really? There's so much reporting being done on him. Um, the, the new story I saw that just popped up this afternoon was about, let's see. Can I write this down? I thought I did. Um, the, the, he used to virtually stalk the hottest girls 
in, we're talking sixth and seventh grade and leave notes in their lockers nonstop (sighs) to the point that they were like bullying him back. Like you're a loser. Leave me alone. And, and the girl, by the way, her pictures in the, in the uh, store, she's hot and she was a future cheerleader. And somehow Koberger, who's supposed to be so smart, doesn't realize that she's out of your league, buddy. <laughs> Fucking cheerleader. Sorry. That's the way it is. The the uh, the merit system of the children world is very ugly. Yeah. But, you know, when you leave a note for somebody who's the hottest girl in your class in seventh grade over and over and over, and she doesn't want any more notes, right. and she tells you that over and over, you need to figure it out. Yeah, it's okay to take that first shot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I give you credit. You got to, I mean, you got to make, you got to make the call to make the sale. <laughs> exactly. Was this when he was fat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think he was chubby then, but it sounded like the really, really hot girls were so tired of being hit on by him that they actually, they actually ganged up on him. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he took his boxing lessons and lost a hundred pounds and thought he was all hot. And then he started bullying everybody, which is like, why are you bullying everybody when you know how bad it feels, you asshole? (laughs) That happens all the time. It does. Well, not with everybody, only certain people who decide, I'm going to take it out. And in fact, somebody in the story, in fact, no, it was more than one person said, the girls that he killed are exactly like the girls who rejected him in seventh grade. Oh my God. They're that cute. Wow. The girls that, bullied him back and told him to leave them alone and all that. Mm-hmm. They're they're that pretty. In fact, here's one of them. Look at her. Oh, really? Koberger, he did have good taste. I mean, yeah. she's out of your league, Koberger. Yeah, she's, and that's a current picture. <laughs> yeah, that's Somewhat a current, current picture. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, by the way, the, um, the Tinder chick that he went out on a date with. Yeah. I think when he went to the bathroom, he was considering, he was, he was like trying to work up the nerve to murder her. At that point. Oh, when he followed her to the bathroom? Yeah, because she said he he followed her in there, and so she pretended to throw up to make him leave. But no, how bad she was, was trying to make it sound like she was trying to insert herself did you see into that when, story. But did I, you see when that date was? Seven years ago. I thought it was more recent than seven, 2015. Really? I, I just he think doesn't that, have any dates. <laughs> I think he was in there going, I want to kill him. You know, like he was trying to get up the nerve. And he wasn't there yet. Well, what kind of a fucking idiot would you people stop calling him smart? He's an idiot. He's with a girl on a first date. They're watching a Netflix movie and he's trying to tickle her. You fucking idiot. Just try to make out with her. And then when she says no, leave. <laughs> exactly. Don't tickle her. Nobody wants to be tickled. <laughs> and he's like, oh, let me get my shoulder up. She's like, my hands on me. I'm not putting my hands on you. <laughs> She said he was he was gaslighting her. So awkward. I'm trying to touch you. God, why are people calling him smart just because of the PhD? I don't know. And I, all people just love doing that. Yeah, because he's in a PhD program. But he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he obviously didn't understand criminology, or he wouldn't have done this so badly. Right. He's a horrible murderer. He would have gotten away with it. <laughs> um, here's a here's a yearbook picture of him doing push-ups because I want I want to be an army ranger. Looks like Jonah Hill. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were saying Jonah Hill should play him in his fat phase. <laughs> Kim Kenley was uh, sixth grade classmates with oh, Koberger. Yeah. They attended Pleasant Valley Intermediate School. Great rack. Her mother, yeah, she does have a great rack. She's hot. She, she could live in that house. She's hot enough to live in that house. A little old, though. Yeah, a little older, but I think, she, I think she's got the chops to, to make it on her own in that house, to get plenty of attention in that house. 
her mother, Sandra, told uh, reporters the accused killer pined over Kenley, often leaving her love notes. Other classmates said Koberger was bullied by the popular girls. Mm. The girls he's accused of killing were much like the ones that made fun of him throughout his childhood. Agents interviewed Koberger's middle school crush, no, but piecing together the psyche. Oh, yeah, that's going to really piece together his psyche by interviewing <laughs> a girl at Newman's sixth grade. <laughs> Kim Kenley contacted the Bureau shortly after learning her former classmate had been arrested. Oh, she called the FBI. Jeez. Nice. Um, to her sixth grade students at Pleasant Valley Intermediate School, when Koberger developed a crush and began romantically pursuing the girl who would go on to be a high school cheerleader. <laughs> Now, I was smart enough to know the cheerleaders were out of my league. Why can't he fucking know that? Because he's a fucking idiot. Cheerleaders are for football players. It's co-booker. Maybe basketball players. Because they do basketball, too. Not baseball? I dated cheerleaders some cheerleaders. Don't do baseball. No, you didn't, Jim. Uh, yes, I did. You didn't date anybody. <laughs> I didn't date anyone. <laughs> he was tortured by popular clique. She told the Aww. FBI whatever she could tell them. Her mother confirmed it was so long ago, I couldn't imagine what she had to tell the FBI. I guess it was for character purpose. No, she just wanted to be in the story. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth grade. What is she going to add that they don't already know? Look at me in this uh, low-cut shirt. Exactly. That's what she's adding. Koberger, well, I'm, a, I'm good with her doing that. Koberger, then a chubby, awkward misfit, would become relentless in his pursuit, repeatedly leaving love letters in her locker, telling her he liked her. He would always say, okay, Kim, I think you're very pretty. Just weird comments. And she'd say, oh, my God, leave me alone. <laughs> she'd not give him the time of day, the mom noted. When kids are little, they're mean. They don't say, oh, my God, thank you, but no. Kenley would eventually tell Cobra to buzz off. <laughs> breaking his heart. <laughs> buzz off. The time she lived in Socha, she's up the area, lives in Charlotte. Oh, no, yeah, nice doxing her. Because now some incel's going to kill her. Charlotte. Kenley's awkward schoolyard encounters with Koberger among several bizarre accounts emerged from former friends and witnesses in recent days that paint the picture of a troubled, disgruntled young man who didn't fit in school. No, he couldn't fuck the hot chicks. That's all. He tried to, but he couldn't. He was too dumb to know they were out of his league. <laughs> he should have seen the movie. She's out of your league or... That's my favorite movie. Is that recommended viewing? Yeah, but then he, but if he would have watched that, he would have thought he had a chance with her. Right? Oh, you're right. It's you're true. right, Jim. Maybe he did see it. That's what, that's what caused it. So he waived his right to speedy trial, and now we won't even see the trial begin until the summer. Oh, and you see oh. his face is all cut up today? They said he cut himself. They said he cut himself shaving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, certainly want to be clean shaven for my trial for murdering four people. That's important. That's a big cut from shaving. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Shaving? It is. That's a That must have bled like a mofo. Have you ever... Damn, he's just trying to draw sympathy for himself. Yeah. Wimp. Totally is. Ignore um, it. Have you seen I Am a Killer on Netflix where Piers Morgan I- interviews all these people who murdered people? Yeah. And some of them are so delusional, it's incredible. But um, what I noticed still was... still denying it, too. Some of them are really intense about their appearance. Like they've dyed their hair somehow in prison and they're <laughs> made up and all that. And then others just don't give a fuck. It's like, who cares? <laughs> but it's just weird to me. It's like, why does he care if he's shaved or not? Idiot. And he doesn't know how to fucking shave. He's hoping somebody will think he's hot now. Oh, he's about to get overwhelmed with chicks. That might be why he did it, because he's going to have so many chicks that want to nail him now. He's going to be tortured, because he can't get them. That's true. They always end up getting girlfriends. No, he will have a pile of chicks now. He'll probably be married in prison. Yeah, Have a kid. (laughs) Bundy did. Yeah, I know. Bundy had a kid on death row. I mean, you got to hand it to him. Fucked up. (laughs) got to hand it to him. That's amazing. And she was pretty. Where is Bunny was getting some top-notch ass. Gotta find that. Guy. Yeah, but the yeah. girls always liked him. I think um, 
True. They had a like hook Bundy's um, daughter up with uh, Gacy's kids. Doesn't Gacy have kids Trudy, too? We don't want a serial killer perfect child. <laughs> I want to see what happens. You know, she's trying to create Captain America <laughs> of serial killers. Serial killer dreams. A superhero serial killer. He's been charged with brutally killing students. Our class has revealed he was heavy set and subject of bullying and cruel taunts. The whole clique of popular girls made fun of him. They were the cheerleaders and the ones that every kid had crushes on. They tortured him. Well, because he was torturing them. He wouldn't leave them alone. He turned his life around in high school. And he took up boxing and lost weight. He was a totally different person. He worked out constantly. He was super aggressive. He had a short fuse and was constantly trying to change his style and personality to fit in with the hot cliques. And it still didn't work. Third classmate adds, it's interesting to me that the girl he's accused of killing were nice looking and seemingly popular, much like the ones that made fun of him. So it's this, these girls' fault. Uh-huh. I think these girls, they should be canceled. <laughs> you really want to cancel her? I don't know. Maybe not. That shirt is so... She loves that wow. shirt. That <laughs> she is... Does. Look at that. Look at that. Friend. Oh, yeah. I had it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah Cobra. zoomed in. Yeah, she's in your league, Cobra. Sure. <laughs> so, oh, here's another picture. Wow, she's got an active Instagram. I gotta follow her. So, Cobra, he's not gonna go. We're not gonna hear this till the summer, but we're gonna hear all these little fucking things until the summer. All these people are gonna come out and talk about more high school stories. Can't all the kill, same shit. Can't somebody kill him in prison? That might happen. Yeah, that'd be. At, I wouldn't they, mind that. Where are they keeping him? It's a nice ending. He's in. I don't. I have, He's in Idaho, Idaho. I guess. Um, let's see what else. This was, this story is so stupid. A judge sealed the search warrants for Koberger's Washington apartment. It risks causing a premature end of the investigation and could compromise the investigation. No, he's fucking guilty as fuck. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to compromise the investigation. He did it. Everyone knows it. We've got DNA. Stop acting like he has some chance of beating this. And his oh. phone pinging there and all that stuff. There's so many things. The DNA no, exactly. is Well, over. okay, what's her name from, um, you know, the legal department at NBC? What's the new defense? Oh, the... Their ju- their... Johnny Depp's lawyer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Johnny, yeah. Johnny Depp's lawyer. Camille yeah. Vasquez? That's, that's her name. She said um, because he had his phone turned off, they can't place him right at the scene. Even but though there's, never D- even though there's DNA. Off. What's even her name? DNA. Camille Vasquez. Shut up, Camille. That's bullshit. (laughs) He turned his phone off because he was doing the murdering. And then he turned it on afterwards. And he was leaving the house. He has the phone on. He's leaving the house. It's 3.30 in the morning. I'm leaving my house to go murder people. Then he murders him. And he turns his phone on for the ride home. He's been there 12 times already. He knows no one there. And then he drives by in the morning. Let's see the fruits of my labor. You ugly murderer. You ugly ass murderer. We don't care about his phone. We know he's there. His yep. DNA he's is there. in the fucking house. Yeah. Plenty more uh, said, plenty more evidence. That was a great um, find, finding that thumbprint on the sheets. Oh, because yeah. otherwise, they only had circumstantial he's evidence that he was there. He's a cold killer. So anyway, uh, in this, this story about the warrant, which the guy sealed, there are people quoted in there. Who are like Team Koberger. This one guy says, It's disgusting how he's already executed by public opinion. Absolutely disturbing. Well, then fucking bail him out, you ass. (laughs) And and let him live at your house. (laughs) And then someone else said, uh, I'm not trying to say he's innocent or anything, but I truly hope the police have the right guy. Not many mass killers stay in the same area after killing so many and are calm as can be. 
they do their dirty work and move on. Yeah, like Gacy and Dahmer, who stayed yeah. exactly where they were while they killed all these people. You fucking idiot! <laughs> but Bundy didn't. Bundy moved around. Yeah, Bundy did. But Bundy was getting busted, too. That's why I ended up at yeah. uh, Sigma Chi or that yeah, broke sorority out. in Florida. Broke he busted out and out. killed some more people. Actually, you know what? Somebody was saying, boy, it seems like uh, he might be kind of a Bundy-like killer because, like, Bundy's rage at Sigma Chi, mm -hmm. the sorority, he killed two girls, he raped one, he strangled two others, and it was like a rage thing. Like, who goes into a house with 30 women in it and starts murdering? Well, Coburg went out with five, six people in it. And then um, some people were saying that his expressions are similar to Bundy's, his, he, his expression of anger. And then they said sociopaths often are able to freeze the lower parts of their faces to hide emotions. Uh, but your upper face is hard to control. Eyes and forehead are big tells. Yeah, but his eyes are his eyes are murder eyes. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, if he didn't do it, he looks so much like a murderer, he should be convicted anyway. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, Brian Roberts. Oh, he's his class. This guy's an idiot. He goes on. Another guy. He's so intelligent. He's quick to offer his opinion and thoughts. It's like, if he's so fucking smart and he's in criminology, then why is he such an idiot? <laughs> Shut up, Roberts. And he's the same guy that, that Koberger told, I can go down to a bar or club and pretty much have any lady I want. Yeah, that's a pretty smart guy. Stop calling him smart. He is not You're smart. Right. I didn't realize how many people were saying how smart he was. No, they're getting him hard. I mean, that's all he wants yeah. people to think. <laughs> uh, the genetic genealogist, though, said the opposite. She said, uh, people keep talking about how smart he supposedly is. I just yes. can't see how that could be true because any student of criminology knows it's virtually impossible not to leave your DNA behind in a violent scene like this. Ted Bundy thought he was so smart, but he wasn't that great, as it turns out. Well, and he didn't have to worry about DNA back then, either. No. It was a little easier back then. Bundy was pretty Bundy was pretty slick. I mean, he escaped twice. It's hot. A multi-murderer, and he escaped twice? It's amazing. <laughs> he, One time, he lost all that weight yes. to get through the vent. <laughs> fucking incredible. He intentionally lost weight to escape. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. And then he jumped from... What was it, the second story, too? Yeah, wow. yeah you got to hand it to him. He's nimble. Uh, Koberger, uh, oh, they said his attacks are similar to Ted Bundy. Frenzy, extreme violence. Um, yeah, but Bundy didn't, like, stalk them for months, right? And try, it, it's, no, it Bundy, sounds, just, Bundy just found just them on the go. Yep. And he, he's got to say, he was pretty amazing. Like, the two girls at the beach that day? Yeah. It's like, with his oh, broken man, arm my, or my whatever. Arms broken. I can't carry the surfboard. And first thing, be like, what are you doing with the surfboard if your arm's broken, you fucking <laughs> yeah, <no> idiot? Shit. <laughs> carry it yourself. Maybe you'll that's learn why, not to bring your surfboard. That's why he dumbass. was so smart. Yeah, and two, well, he was hot. Chicks thought he was so hot. So they went back with him. But Koberger, I love about it because I feel like he wanted to do this for a long time. Oh, yeah. No, and just kept him. pussing out, pussing out, pussing out. And you know, finally did it and got caught right away. Ha ha! Idiot. Yeah. Um, four days after the murder, the murder, Koberger shows up at his doctor's appointment, which is like, hey, just murdered four people. I got actually, yeah, I got to the doctor's appointment. <laughs> So he shows up, and the staff noticed how extra chatty he was. Oh, my the, the God. The receptionist said, yeah, my boss said he was charming. He was so chatty and nice. Huh. Like, just get a fucking room with him. He's getting a big That head. sounds like she wants to marry him. <laughs> but this is, uh, 
the neighbor Aaron Dash said the same thing that yeah after the murder that he was so chatty that he was super friendly and he tried to make plans and they didn't line up and I mean this guy sounded like he Aaron is that a girl or a guy A R U N Whoever they are, they want to hang out with them in the worst way. <laughs> but the plans didn't line up. Anyway, this is actually really normal. Psychopaths that want to kill people so badly, when they do it, they have this great relief and this like, ah. Yeah. And they rush. relive it over and over in their head and they feel so good. Right. Yeah. And a lot of them, they've said, you know, it was quite obvious that they loved being in court. They loved facing the family. They loved all of that. Oh, so the attention. Oh, yeah, the atten- and just the fact that they sort of everybody's talking about their dirty work. Yeah, I mean, they're it's talking like a, about me. It's like an athlete scoring a bunch of touchdowns, or you know, a football player scoring touchdowns, or basketball yeah, player scoring fifty points. Like they're on a high after that. Yeah, it's like his biggest game. It's like his. Uh, yeah, but he only had one big game. That's right. He's like the Mark the Bird Fidrich of murders. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Fidrich. Brian the Bird Coburger. Brian the Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Who else could he be like? Where's some other athletes? One one big season. One big like Jeremy Jeremy Lin. No. Oh, who had the big Super Bowl? Tim Smith, who rushed for 206 yards oh for the Redskins gosh. and never played again. <laughs> he was only good for the Super Bowl, and that's it. Koberger. Oh, he's such a fucking loser. I, I, aren't you sick of seeing his picture? Yeah, I hate seeing his picture. Well, that's what I hate about media today. Like, I don't want to fucking hear about him until this trial starts. And then they just dump a bunch of information on us. Dump it the down. best. It's nice to get it all at once. I agree. Dump it all at once because we're only going to get the best of the best. They're going to have to cut some stuff out that doesn't matter. Yeah, we're now we're getting so much bullshit. Okay, Trudy, if Koberger hit on you really aggressively, what would you do? Okay, I'll be Koberger. <laughs> Trudy, you're really pretty. <laughs> Want to go see a movie? <laughs> Come on, Trudy. Why can't you play along? No, I don't go. To, <laughs> I don't go to movies. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I thought you liked movies. No, I hate movies. On the show, you're always talking about the movies. <laughs> you got great childbearing hips. Movies. Oh, I was got some good movies in mind. You got great childbearing hips. Oh my God! What a <laughs> oh, nice pickup line. He never wants to play games. <laughs> you turned me down when I was trying to be Johnny Depp. Coming on to you, you couldn't even do that. I don't know. I just, Brian, I'm, I just have, have to be, I think, you know, up front with them. Brian, you have murder eyes. I know better. It looks like you used to be fat. Yeah, but I, I'm a good boxer and I worked out. I lost all this weight. I'm really in shape. I'm really smart. I'm a PhD. PhD. I'm in criminology, PhD. <laughs> oh, please. Come on. I am. What do you mean? I'm a TA, too. I'm not sucked in by people who pretend to be smart. Oh, I am smart, but what kind of guys do you like? I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. I'm working out like crazy. You work out. You know, if you went to the gym with him, he'd be a total pain in the ass. Oh, he would. Oh, what a bummer. He'd be hitting on chicks in the gym. Uh huh. Yeah, just a drag. Giving him, you know, like telling him how to do it right, but real condescending. (laughs) He is. God, there's something just awful looking about him. If he hadn't killed four people, would he be this hideous looking? Yeah, no, he is. Yeah. He's got a really long face, and you know what that means. <laughs> Please no. 
Now I'm picturing it. Oh. No, it's funny though <laughs> to think of someone like him. But he's I mean, big dude. Okay, oh, he's no. he's lost the weight. He's in you know he's tall and thin. You'd think that there'd be chicks who would like him, but he's everyone. The chicks just snuffed him out. They smelled him out immediately. Yeah, um, so awkward. Uh, how'd you lose all that weight? Like that retard from Subway? <laughs> <laughs> did you um? Did you? Was it this morning? I think they were talking about him as a teaching assistant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How awkward he was. Just how he always seemed. As though he was in a box, and he, he was just—he was just socially awkward. They talked to, to the somebody point. who was in his class, where he was a TA. But I guess he run the—he kind of ran the class, and they said he was really difficult. So I guess he was a real asshole teacher, right, like really yeah. hard grader. And then they said that after the murders, everyone in the class noticed that he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Oh, that's right. He was he just still... didn't care. He was on such a high. Oh God. By the way, who is the blonde sitting next to him? Is that his lawyer? Yes. Which blonde? Oh, they right gave here. him a hot lawyer to torture him. <laughs> oh, yeah. The FBI signed her. She had he smiled up. at her. How she, she had better not fall in love with him. I mean, I know. I truly, I thought of the same thing. She's going to get pregnant. <laughs> no, but they, they talked about this good childbearing him. Because apparently she's gotten people off of murder charges in Idaho before, just from the oh, great. fine print. Of you know bad There's no police work and stuff off. like that. No, you know he's going down. They um, did great police work. What? Okay, what is it that is so ugly about him? Because it's funny. Every, women just go. Ah, I can't. I mean, they just. All right, let's see. Even, that, even that chick that that he the Netflix girl. They went out to the movie and then they went in the room. And they started tickling yeah. her. That mm. and girls. She printed to throw up to get him to leave. Yeah, That'd be his voice. Just that girl is. I mean, she's like a. Generously give her a five or something. <laughs> I mean, he's lowered his standards so much at that point. She can't stand him. <laughs> Drew, you're right. He's six feet tall. He's th- like yeah, he's, he's not overweight. Someone would he, would. Yeah, he's boxing. He's a PhD candidate. You'd think this guy would be able to pull chicks. It's got to be his voice and just like the the stuff we're not, but we're only seeing him. We need to hear him more. And I think oh, uh, oh, he's, enough. he's obviously obnoxious as fuck, but. What it, like when I looked at him, I was like, "Is it those eyebrows? Because those eyebrows are—they're too close to his eyes, aren't they? Well, yeah. His I, eyes I, are I too close. To I think he's a genetic mistake. I really think I, there's I, something I, went terribly wrong in the combination of those parents' genes. Like yeah. his eyebrows are too low, his eyes are yeah. too close together. Brandon, let's see a, a picture, like not from the Botox side, from the front, in my forehead and around my eyebrows <laughs> of Koburger. <laughs> A book, yeah. Yeah, just a Koberger photo. Oh, wow. There's, there's he looks right like one. Adam Lanza. His it, eyebrows are horrible, aren't they? Adam Lanza, that's a good, yeah. When he's got that, like, not just his eyebrows, but his that her, his at, brow no, sticks at, out a little bit, too. how he looks like he's trying to murder her just sitting yeah, next Yeah, he's door. smiling. That's the only time he smiled was that's looking smiling. at his hot lawyer. It's not genuine. It's it's really, like, creepy. he has He has a hot female who has to pay attention to him. Oh, God. Look at those those eyes though. It's that stare. Something about that looks like Vinny from uh, yeah Jersey Shore. There. Well, it's the haircut. That's the Chet (laughs) Hanks Vinny from Jersey Shore haircut. God, he does look like Chet there. Hey, by the way, um, did I see a promo for the Jersey Shore idiots doing a new show? Sure, they've been doing new shows uh, because I used to love that show. I record and I can't watch it. It's so fucking. The first time it was on, it was it was funny. Yeah, it's like. They're still doing that? I don't think so. 
They did it like as I swear recent as a, Let's see. a year or two ago. I think ago. they're doing some vacation show where Jersey they go to Jersey Shore cities. Family Vacation. Oh, oh debuts Thursday, January 26th. No. Castex's cross country trip without Ronnie. I'm oh, they do? Of, yeah, he's, oh. Why is he not allowed? I don't know. He's He'd be the only reason I'd watch it. Because he He is a nut. No, he's a total nut. Um, I mean, oh, one of them. Yeah, 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 a little GTO. <laughs> one of them's been to prison. This guy beats women. I mean, he's he's the worst. Ronnie is a total. Yeah. I love Guidos. Let's go. But okay, he well, would, and, and as far as Thessalus? Snooky, why does anyone care about that dope? My ultimate dream is to move to Jersey, find a nice, juiced, hot, tan guy, and live my life. She seems, like, likable, but I'm done with her. Like, she's, she's done okay. I mean, she's done everything she can do to entertain me. I'm, I'm done with her. She has a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It oh. actually has listeners. Really? Not, like, a ton, but it's, they have ads. On the, I mean, she gets paid. Wait, what's the, uh, the, the... It's happening with Snooki and Joey. Yeah, Joey is, I think... Wait, who is Joey? I don't know, GBF. Oh, that's her best friend. Gay best that's friend. That's her gay friend. Yeah, her gay yep. friend. That's right. He's been been GBF enough. must stand for gay best friend. Joey! So, it just seriously is. Brutal. <laughs> he, he visited the house, the Shore house, a few times. Did he? Yeah. He did? Yeah, yeah, it was boring. Um, what happened to Vinny? Vinny That's and way too much Dina. Vinny and Paulie had a show too a couple years ago, like a dating oh, yeah. show that, yeah. that I never watched. But no, they're all doing the same. T- they're still trying to live off that Jersey Shore Fame. premise. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think they have real jobs. Uh, I mean, Paulie this is, D like their is job, a DJ, and he gets paid a lot of money. Paulie was leaving the leaving the episode to go do DJ shit in well, Vegas. No, and- Paulie has a skill. Paulie actually is good at something. DJ I mean, Paulie really D. And he actually has a lot of, he's got a lot of personality. I like Paulie. Yeah. I liked but, all these guys more than I thought I would back in the day. <laughs> like when I first watched it, it's like, oh, they're such turds. I'm Paulie like, D's oh, net fun. worth is $20 million. What do you think Snooky's is? $4 Five. Million. Four. $4 million? Okay. What about Wow? Got to check Wow. This, this is Two. The, this is definitely Four. the era of the idiot millionaire. Mm. It really is. And this is, <laughs> this is this the is proof. A, yeah, pretty good indication. And Dina's not much. I got to check Dina. Way, too, way much. too much Dina. Two million. Two that dope. Million. That absolute ah, dope Dina. is Dina. Oh, God. Is it from the original show? I mean, they, they've actually... From- T-shirt they actually managed to save... <laughs> no, I think it's money. the reboots that they yeah. get paid for. Wow. In appearances. Make- yeah, like, I know. Who would of- go? Yeah. No, I would never go. Probably a nostalgia factor for some people. I, it's incredible how many stars, quote-unquote, there are now. Right. These people are stars. They're millionaires. They're, quote-unquote, stars. Hey, Snooki earned it. There's so many people who have these little mini audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bumped into one recently. <laughs> you guys know who Brendan Schaub is? I know you do, Brendan. Yeah, he's uh, was he an ex-MMA uh, guy? Yeah. Has podcasts. He's a comedian yeah, who, now. Who got pummeled out of MMA. Right. And I guess he's a friend of Joe Rogan's, because Joe Rogan covered MMA. So he's on Joe Rogan a few times, which is like, can launch you to anything, because Joe Rogan has 11 million mm-hmm. people listening every day. So... The impression I got was that he went into stand-up and then was on Rogan, and so he developed this audience. He has a podcast that was gigantic. I yeah. mean, like millions. And um, and I was looking at um, <laughs> because somebody 
<laughs> I mean, somebody was critiquing his podcast, as in Carl. <laughs> well, the show I did was about the fighter and the kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, critic. they went. They went back. This guy is so stupid. They went back and were. They had clips from the new show, which is called The Golden Hour, with. Chris D'Elia, the sexual assaulter oh. of minors. Oh. Brendan God. Schaub, who, who seems to be, well, alleged. I should say alleged, of course. Um, who just had, a, there's a new documentary out about what a groomer Chris D'Elia is. I mean, it's, it's pretty, Brandon, you saw it. Yeah. It's pretty fucking freaky, isn't it? I mean, that's like scary, horrible. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be doing any shows with Chris D'Elia right now. He still sells out shows. I mean, there's a lot, he has a lot of fans. Um, Brendan Schaub, however... <laughs> There's so many times on the show where he doesn't, he's clueless. Yeah. Just idiotic. And so I, I'm like, okay, what kind of audience does this guy have? I'm going to torture myself and find out. <laughs> and I learned that, and I'm sure some people know what I'm talking about. They did a show, The Fighter, The King, and The Sting, with him and who else, Brandon? The Fighter and The Kid? Fighter and The, no, The, the Fighter, The Kid, and The, wait, The Fighter, The Sting, and The Kid? Was that the, the original one with Theo Vaughn and? Theo. Why is that? I don't know the history of who's the who's the fighter. Who's the older one? He's the fighter. Oh, he's the fighter. Who's the kid? Brian Callen. Okay. Oh, that's right. And he he came into he got into trouble for yep something chick related too. Well, they sound great. Yeah, and <laughs> then they've added this new guy who's not funny at all, huh. and they've thrown Chris D'Elia in there and Theo Vaughn, who's got a lot of following. He left the show. I don't understand that either. I don't either. I'm like, what is Theo Vaughn doing on that show? He I mean, he's, was he Real World or Road Rules? That's is that where he, he came from? That's where he was originally from. Somebody sent me his new show, and he's interviewing Louis C.K. Yeah, he's like plugged in with Road Rules, Burt Kreischer. Kreischer. Wow, that was I didn't know he got he kicked off on Road Rules. Like Burt Kreischer and the the other guy. He's plugged in with that group. Hmm. Well, Theo um, Vaughn. I mean, if he has Louis C.K. on, he must be doing something right. And the show when he was on it was a really big show. Like they could do a million views on YouTube for their show. So I'm I'm thinking, okay, this guy left. They don't seem to want to talk about it either. It's like. You know, they're just, they've rebranded the show. Yeah. And they added this guy who's terrible. So I'm watching the show. I'm going, they cannot be doing a million views on you. This is impossible. So I go to their YouTube page, go back like five years, it's like 900,000 views, 700,000 views, a million views, 800,000, 700, 600. And then Theo Vaughn leaves, and all of a sudden it's like 200,000, 180, 160, 140. And they're like doing 150 now. And it's like, this thing is obviously about to grind to an ugly stop. And they just rebranded it. Look at, look at where it's at now. Yeah, it's under 100K. I mean, you can really watch people die if you want to. Is that Chet Hanks on there too? <laughs> you can see yeah, that's the episode I did on dying. WATP. Okay. Thanks for listening. But I guess, <laughs> yes, Brian's WATP episode is on Who Are These Podcasts YouTube page. If you want to investigate, so is the uh, the magic bag. Um, but have you guys ever listened to this? Do you guys ever listen to these guys? No. no. I no. can't even try. I couldn't even. I don't think I want to try after what you these just are said. All, but these, these it, are it's all funny watching Carl talk about it because you, you see these incredibly. And Chris Delia seems annoyed at how dumb Brian Callen is. That's what the thing I know. I'm like, Chris Delia's got to leave the no, show. No, no, He's no, no. So no. annoyed. Everybody's annoyed at Brendan Schaub because when I was Brendan listening, Schaub, yeah, that's what I meant. He's annoyed with Brendan Schaub. Yeah, because when I was listening to the Fighter and the Kid for the for Carl's show, you could tell that Brian Callen was super annoyed with Brendan Schaub, and you, you, there was many eye rolls and sighs. And at one point, he's like, let's stop talking about 
Chet being Tom Hanks's dad, please? <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't stop. And they made a point of being like, uh, we really want to talk about Tom Hanks. This Chet's got his own thing going. And then it's like, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. But what else do you talk to Chet about? I mean, Hanks fit? Really? <laughs> yeah. Is that really a whole show? No, his ability Ferrari. to walk and spout philosophy, maybe. And then I, I stumbled into this other comedian... And and I'm when you're talking about comedians, you're talking about people in their twenties and thirties, I think the word is used very loosely mm-hmm. because oh, what's her name? Catherine Cohen. She has a huge following. And I, I'm like, okay, I gotta see what's so great about her. And I watch them like, oh my God, really? How did she do this? How do you guys know who she is? Nope. No. Can we have yeah, a the, like I said, there's sample? so many stars now. Can we hear a little bit of her Sure. Yeah, you might love her too. Of her what? Her act. Yeah, Stand her act, act? She, she has a Netflix special. This is what was blowing my mind, was like the people that have Netflix specials now and the people that don't, Ugh. I mean, really big, funny people have never had a Netflix special. And then you look at some of these 20-somethings that do, there she is. She's incredibly self-confident. I would kill to have her confidence. <laughs> I feel completely insane, but I look literally stunning. No, you don't. Give a thunderous welcome to Catherine Cohen. You're wondering how I got here. Well, baby, <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh, this looks so boring. Boys never wanted to kiss me, so now I do comedy. I wish that were the end of the story. <laughs> okay. I'm really more of a dancer than a comedian. I'm extremely sensitive. I love to be touched. Straight guys just don't know what to do with me. It's all about her. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great night. No. You wish. Where are the punchlines? I don't even hear punchlines. Exactly. They were they were just little quips. Sorry, I just thought of something, but it's for a different show. Okay. That's the trailer. Yeah. Does that have a lot of she views has, on she Netflix? Has she gets tons of views on YouTube. There are people apparently her age who think she's the funniest because this whole thing about comedy that hurts right. is so out that, yeah. you know, basically I, I think 20-somethings can't, well, it's not totally out of the question that a 20-something couldn't relate to Dave Chappelle. He's too old. Really? But I would think Dave Chappelle, if you're funny, you're funny, you're funny. George Carlin, I like George Carlin was a lot older than me, but I always thought he was hilarious, and it, yeah. that never changed. Drew, in eighth grade, I loved George Carlin. That yeah, was like one of the first CDs you. I ever bought, and just laughed my ass off to this George Carlin CD. Hey, what's that Drew and Mike shirt you have, Jim? Oh, it's a pullover. It's old. Oh, that's really nice. How come you guys got all the good stuff, and I order all the shitty stuff? I wear it like once a week to work. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to put a collared shirt on today, so I just threw <laughs> threw this on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I see. I'm, I'm always kind of interested in stand up comedy. I'm not an expert on it, but I like who are the up and coming people. And then you look at the people getting all the views, and I just find myself so often who's the lesbian comedian that has the 100 on Rotten Tomatoes? Tignataro? Yeah. She is hilarious. She's huge. She has a Netflix special. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, there's no jokes in it. I know, but. So who watches? Does it not matter if nobody watches? Or are there people that go, oh my God, Tig's hilarious! Well, that's why Netflix this, was going down the tubes, because they were trying to just uh, appease everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Then, their stock price did go, like, 
They no lost one over wanted half their to stock watch price. it. Nobody was watching it, and it they still were losing has subscriptions. Oh, she has a hundred. Yeah. The thermometer and the audience. Yep. So it's Rotten Tomatoes. It has fewer than fifty ratings. Did you see that? Fewer than fifty ratings. <laughs> I did not see that. Oh. That's you know what's funny about that, Jim. People quote her 100s all the time. They never mention that there's less than 50 people creating that 100. Eight reviews from from uh, critics. critics. So, in other words... That's 100. No Let's one... get all the critics. Ask all the critics. So, in other words, no one's watching her, but they just tell us that it has 100. Yep. Yeah, and we just believe it. So, is Netflix changing their tune? Are they going to go back to, like, people that are actually funny? Or, like... Yeah, well, I, I mean... mean because they I, put Chappelle out there. I find myself often going, God, it just seems like your actual ratings don't matter anymore. Like, how successful? It's like the the narrative that you're funny or the narrative that you're the right person to be successful mm-hmm. makes you successful. I, I mean, I, I forgot who it was, but somebody was talking about a uh, somebody who had done, and I, they had literally almost counted all the national interviews they'd done for this project, and they said, and they're whatever it was their book was like 2,937th most bought <laughs> that week. I was like, why are they getting all these national? It's like, I see that all the time. But, and, and if you put a, 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 you know, put everything together, everyone would be sucking them off and saying how great they are, oh, how yeah. funny they yeah, are. And right. it's like, nope, no one watch this. No matter how much you pump them up, no one's going to watch it because they see through the bullshit. And, and it's like, you know, Harry, I mean, Prince Harry and, and Meghan, this Netflix special, did that many people really watch the whole thing? Was it? I don't because it was in the top ten for like a week and then it disappeared. I haven't seen it in the top ten lately. And the book has been so discussed. I can't believe people would buy that book. I guess they do, but I don't know. I, I guess I, I've lost my way. I was, I was in the um, hair salon the other night. Yes, <laughs> talking to um, Nina, uh, my stylist. Is Nina, a good source. <laughs> Nina, Nina was. <laughs> We were just going back and forth at how appalling the Prince Harry Meghan stuff is. <laughs> and a, a woman who was waiting to go to the chair with the, Let with the hairdresser. She jumped in the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. She, she <laughs> cruises by. And then she's like, oh, you're talking about the crybabies? <laughs> it was so natural. It was like, oh. See, that's so what the that's majority what, of people think. Yeah. That's, I feel like they are objectively the most privileged people to ever whine that much, ever. I mean, how can you be in the royal family and come and somebody did this, and somebody did this, and somebody did this, and somebody did this? I mean, he's talking about stuff in high school, and yeah. and plus spilling all these text mess, personal text messages and stuff. It's like, yeah. you fucking asshole. You're a multi, 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 multi millionaire when you quit the royal family. And <laughs> that came from doing nothing. What you, you flew an Apache for a little while. What else did you do? Oh, you showed up at ribbon cuttings and stuff. You have no business. You did nothing. You've done no work. And now you're still doing no work because your work is you. Just saying, this happened to me and that happened to me. This happened to me and that. And people pay you millions for that. Now, Netflix, supposedly, they're supposed to come up with all this other content. They've only come (laughs) up with one other thing, which was Megan's animated show, which they said, animation's really expensive. We don't think this is worth the cost. And so they turned it down, and and (laughs) Megan immediately said, we're going to pitch it to other people who know how valuable it is. And then it's not getting made. No. (laughs) Because they wouldn't recoup their (laughs) costs. they're not content creators. They're not. How would he be a content creator? (laughs) A prince? A prince, a prince of the royal family would be a content creator? That's fucking ridiculous. 
we haven't seen any content. I mean, Andrew it's... could probably create some great content. <laughs> He'd have a ton of <laughs> follows. Yeah, because he's got, uh, you know, his buddy, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Jeffrey uh, Epstein. Epstein. I mean, he's got great Epstein stories. <laughs> yep. Partied his ass off for like 30 years. Couldn't and sweat for a really long exactly. time because of all that crazy war down Yeah, the he Falklands. was in the war, too. I mean, they act like yeah. Harry and Andrew just went through horrible things in the war. They're just horrible. Oh, my God, he couldn't sweat for years from all the trauma. Somebody used the word traumatized today. I have to find it because I was so appalled at how they were traumatized. Oh, I know. Well, one thing I heard was <laughs> someone was defending Harry and said that being a younger sibling is traumatizing. That's real trauma. Oh, mm-hmm. shut up. I know. There's so many people. I just want to yeah, shut up right Over now. half the world is traumatized then just from yeah. being a younger sibling. I know. <laughs> I was the fourth. Oh my god! Oh my god. How I have so much trauma. I was the fourth too, Trudy. We're equal. We have equal trauma. I know. I'm the. I oldest. totally relate. <laughs> I'm the oldest. That's oh. I'm not traumatized. Because uh, <laughs> you created trauma. Must be nice. I did. I was an asshole to my brother and cousins. <laughs> it's expected. <laughs> I toughened them up. Yeah, you did. You see, you, yeah, nobody. It's your job. Get, nobody gets toughened up anymore. Mm-hmm. No, God, the softening is amazing. Up. Um, there was a couple other things today in. Let's see what else happened in Michigan. While you're while you're looking oh. at Drew, uh, yeah. uh, Lisa Marie update. Is she okay? Uh, no, she's in critical condition. Okay, thank you. Uh, coma, life support. Ooh. Not good. Ooh, Ooh that yep. sounds bad. Yep, she had to get a shot of epinephrine to get her heart going. Nobody yeah. thought. This would last. Well, whoever put that shot in her, if she survives, I want that person to be inducted into the Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> Just like the person that saved Amar Hamlin's life gets to get elected to the NFL Hall of Fame. I actually laughed out loud, and it was very inappropriate, and I acknowledge that. I was reading about Lisa Marie having a heart attack, and I don't know, I just felt bad for her because... You know, I, I don't think being Elvis's kid was really that easy. No. <laughs> no. And plus, people took advantage of her like crazy, like cat like douche. Like douche. As cool as it sounds. Yeah, no, she was, was. She wanted to fall in love with somebody. She tried so many times. You know, she was married foot four times, and all of them were weasels trying to weasel money out of her. And well, it's not disgusting. Nick Cage. No, not Nick Cage. Or Michael, not Michael Jackson. Jackson. No, he was <laughs> no, trying no. to. He was looking for cover from his pedophilia. I think that was genuine. You think that was real? Yeah. <laughs> they no, didn't I even saw them kiss on the same TV. Bed. That's right. They never consummated their marriage. Doesn't matter. I didn't know that. I saw them kiss on TV. Well, to me, it was real. When I was reading the article, and I'm like, oh, Lisa Marie, she's 56 or something, and she had a heart attack, and she probably had a tough life. Anyway, I read the first paragraph, which is Lisa Marie Presley, the daughter of you know rock star Elvis Presley, and the ex-wife of Michael Jackson. I'm like, the ex-wife of Michael. <laughs> I'm so ridiculous to include. It's like not even a fact. That was so fake. You I can't know. include yeah. that. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Like one day all of a sudden it's like, I'm getting married to Lisa Marie Presley. Woo! They'd never even seen together. No one had ever Nobody seen them together. This would last. And it didn't. Did they do an interview together? They um, did. did they, didn't Oprah interview them together? Is that possible? Or Wawa or somebody? I thought it was Barbara. Let me see. I think he was, wasn't he putting like rabbit ears over her head or something dumb like this that? Is Oprah? Was it Oprah? Diane Sawyer, maybe? Oh, that's possible. Yeah, I think it was like to announce their love. Yeah, there she is. Is that her? How it yeah. began. Let me guess that it was 
not over miniature golf and a, and a hot dog someplace. <laughs> when did it start? When was the dating? That's a probing question. Well, we, just we first fucking. met. She was seven years old and oh. I was 17. Creepy. This was in Las Vegas. She used to come and see my show that. all the time. It's we had the only the family <laughs> show on the strip. It was the Jackson 5. And um, she used to come as a little girl and sit right up front. She came quite often. She came with a lot yeah, of the bodyguards. The chemistry between them is amazing, isn't and it? Had you stayed in touch a little? <laughs> sure, sure. Then she'd come back Then I'd you know, talk and say hi. Then she'd come again. And I thought she was sweet and loving. And I hope I, I always hope I'd see her again. Is she drugged for this I interview? She likes drugs, like she doesn't she? We didn't stay in touch after that, no. He... No, she's busy with 12-year-old boys. He has no use for you. No, you said you were going to say it. Look at the chemistry. Did we both say it? This hour. They're so cute. Who proposed? I mean, how did marriage actually get discussed? Do we both say it? Well, at first, this is what happened. When she was 18, I used to tell my lawyer, John Branca, do you know Lisa Marie Presley? go, well, I represent her mother. I go, well, can you get in touch with her? Because I think she's really cute. And he'd laugh every time. Yeah, because she's not. He goes, I'll do my best. That's what he'd say. <laughs> and also because you like then little come boys. Back. I said, well, did you find That's why out? I left. He said, no, there's nothing. So I would worry him about this all the time. The Answer next thing the question, I noticed, Jackson. there's a picture on a, a magazine cover where she's married, which really tore me to pieces. Oh, yeah, sure. That and then Because I felt that was supposed to be me. I really Almost as much that, as Jordy Chandler turning 13. I wanted that pussy so bad. Getting his first pube. Oh, <laughs> so ridiculous. So, I know that you, Lisa Marie, have wanted to talk about this. There are a lot of doubts about this she wants to talk about anything. I've heard that it's a Scientology plan. You are a member really of the Church of Scientology, sex. which yeah, they stole is said a lot to of influence money from its members greatly. And that, that was a great the find, by the way. Whoever got her in Scientology must have got a huge bonus. Oh, God, this is Elvis all part of money. a calculation to get Michael and his money into the church. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's crap. I'm sorry. It, it's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm not... As ridiculous um, as you marrying Michael Jackson? Can't get influenced by anything. Scientology <laughs> <laughs> already has Elvis's money. Now they want Michael Jackson. In the term of a marriage, um, I'm not going to marry somebody for any reason other than the fact that I fall in love with them. Period. She's got Period. such a sexy voice, though. And they though. can eat it. If they want to think anything different. Well, <laughs> they can eat it. Yes. My critics what is it you love it. the most about him? His big dick. Oh, um, what it's do gateway. I love the most about him? The fact that he'll never touch everything. me. I, he's amazing. I really admire him. He's I great at hide and him. seek. I'm in love with him. He has so many super soakers. Super, super soaker collections, incredible. Thank you very much. And, um, is a monkey? I love everything about him. She doesn't have a specific that, though, answer. Are or, no, no. Plan to become one? Jehovah's Witness, you idiot. I believe in spirituality, and I believe in a higher source, such as God, but I'm not a So Scientology. I read everything, and I like to read. I love to study. You said you don't sleep in separate bedrooms, and I'm going to confess, to okay, study. this is live TV, and I'm copping out right here because I didn't spend my life as a serious journalist to ask these kinds of questions. But I'm not oblivious to the fact that your fans had one question they most wanted to ask of you. Do we have sex? We have... You, <laughs> she, 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 she didn't ask. ask. She I didn't ask. I won't ask. Okay, you don't know what it was going to be. smacks her. Is that what you were going to ask? Let's play just a minute or Sorry. two. Let's play one or two. We want to know if you've done the thing. Michael, I know that this is an intimate question, but are you having sex yeah, together? No one believes you are. 
you who, guys who really wants to ask that of a married couple? Isn't that the weird? That tells you how ridiculous this is. Again, I can't believe wow. it. This Are they going to answer it? I can't believe that. Just because I yes. sleep with 12-year-old yes. boys. Yes. <laughs> and we have read in the papers that you are expecting a child. No. We will be expecting a child. No. When, I'm not going to. We're not going to say when. It's personal. in the hands of Yeah, the when someone else knocks her out, she'll yet. have a child. Did no. we marry out of convenience? That's really interesting. That's really interesting. got to get Arnie Klein's semen why? first. Well, why wouldn't we have as a lot of As soon as I can borrow some semen from Arnie Klein. No, but you can't live with somebody. You believe Jackson, he could not even beat off to get semen to Debbie Rowe. That was too much to ask. I can't beat off and think about Debbie Rowe. That's impossible. Dude, that's icky. I think they love me very much. I love them. They do. We have a lot but, of fun. But I've never heard of that before. Look at them right of, here. Of someone adopting someone's Compared children. Compared to there, right? A relationship like, with that person. From the We're thriller video to now, created this. by Michael Jackson. And it is causing a furor in some movie theaters around this country. They say, among other things, that it is clearly modeled after Triumph of the Will, Lainey Riefenstahl. A Nazi film it's with not Nazi true. None of that's true. None of those things are true. Did you watch that film before you did it? I watch everything. Is there anything he has said more than that is not true? <laughs> nothing to do with that at all. That's false. There are people who keep saying, this is, they look at it and say, this is absolutely not. You know what? nothing to do with politics or communism or fascism. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever, Jackson. So he has a wig. He's wearing mascara. Oh, he looks bizarre. <laughs> and she said that they... There in that every oh we do it all the time oh yeah we have sex all the time and then afterwards she said no we never had it's sex. not nice he had just paid twenty three million dollars to Jordy <laughs> Chandler to not discuss their sex life a twelve year old right who's probably driving a Bentley right now was that like right before this yeah okay. that was right like, before right this before it. he got arrested in ninety three for child molestation then he had the settlement with Jordy Chandler then he quickly married her yeah pivots like what to, yeah it's dumber than Koberger <laughs> well it was a pretty good move as it turns out and then uh, the, of course the uh, marriage to Debbie Rowe which was a more successful marriage I had lots of sex with her too <laughs> she gave me these two children there's nothing more wonderful a woman can do than just Bow out as the mother and give the children to me. <laughs> Your wife gave you two children as a present because she knew you wanted to be a father. A present, it's a lovely gesture. Yeah, why can't she be the mom? What she she can only, these kids can only have one parent. <laughs> the fuck! Oh my God, how weird! Isn't when I pussy in the house tainting things. <laughs> can't have that. You need a manly man like me. Well, I'll, I'll just say it. We certainly hope that Lisa Marie is. Makes yeah. it through the weekend. I don't want people listening to this and something happens to her. I wish her well anyway. That's why. I know. That's weird. Heart attack. Doesn't it seem 56 is that yeah. kind of a, that's young for a heart attack, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, she's, yeah. She's been through a lot, though. I mean, yeah. did she do a lot of drugs at some point? So yeah, at one yeah. point. She, you know, um, they said that she had a heart attack at her house in Calabasas, and I was like, oh, really? She lives in Calabasas? That's very expensive. That's right. where the Kardashians live. Yeah. And, she lost all her money. She sold like 85% of the rights to Graceland for a big pile of money. And then somebody made some terrible investment. Some, probably hat douche. Yeah, probably hat douche. And <laughs> she supposedly owed, 
she lost all her money and owed money. Yeah, her current celebrity net worth is negative sixteen million. <laughs> oh my god! So how is she living Whose in Calabasas? Not that I want to pile on. I'm sure that her father still has people. Or yeah, I something. think she still owned a little piece of Graceland, which churns out a lot of dough. Oh, still? Don't you think that's fading right now? But I mean, with the movie, yeah. the Elvis movie, I wonder if that reignited a lot of people. I think I think the ownership of Elvis's copyrights is probably worth a lot of money still probably not what it was worth i mean he used to when they used to do the list of dead celebrities and how much money they made he was always number one right yeah actually she, see if you can you search that list did she um did she have to sell off parts of her her stock in graceland because of scientology I don't know. She owed she that gave, money? She gave Scientology a lot of money, but mm-hmm. it, she made, there was some horrible investment she made that left her on the hook for uh, for more money than she actually invested. Yeah. That's Presley's, why her net worth is negative. Elvis Presley's estate raked in $110 million in 2022. Oh, my God. Oh, just in 2022. Holy fuck. But who knows where that all goes? Because part of it can go to whoever owns rights. Part of it can go can to- Can you check the dead celebrities leading uh, earners? <laughs> <laughs> it's always pretty fascinating. Yeah, Forbes has a list. Oh, dear Tolkien. Oh, wow. 2022. He's, a, he's not a celebrity. Number one, Tolkien, 500 yeah, million. Fuck him, he doesn't count. He just writes <laughs> Number stupid two, stuff. Number two, Kobe. Kobe, 400 Kobe. million. Wow, 400 million. This is 2022. So that's what I like, David Bowie. David Bowie, David that's cool. Bowie. I like that. I'm rooting, I'm rooting for David. Made 250 million. <laughs> Elvis oh, made 110. Okay, so oh. he's third among Fourth. pop stars. You can't just, Tolkien doesn't count. No, fuck Tolkien. Tolkien does too count. <laughs> no, he does not Lord count. of the Rings is no, a thing. Yeah, but he wasn't a celebrity. No yeah, one he's not a celebrity. Well, yeah. Show me his music on Spotify and I'll <laughs> let him in. All right, number five is James Brown with $100 huh. million. Wow. I'm sure that money's being spread very equitably. <laughs> number six <laughs> with $75 million like dollars in 2022, Michael Jackson. Whoa, he's so wow, way he's down. He's behind James list. Brown? Wow. You know what? James Brown. It is, says it says cause of death homicide. He was murdered. Oh, overdose homicide. James Brown. The reason I, I would bet I don't know this, but I would bet the reason is because people sample the living hell out of James Brown. Mm-hmm. He is so sampled. Mm-hmm. Who's after Jackson? <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Number seven with fifty-five million. Leonard Cohen. Oh, really? Really? Because of Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's gotta be. Number eight, $32 million in 2022, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Hey, Seuss get out of here, Seuss. He doesn't have a Spotify music list. <laughs> Fuck off, Happy Seuss. Music. Number nine. Not a celebrity either. $26 million in 2022 goes to Jeff Porcaro. Oh, Toto. What? Toto. Got a piece what? of Africa. Why? Oh, yeah. Africa was yeah. redone. Look those glasses. He, look, he looks like me in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> was he, Hot. A, he was the drummer on Thriller, too. Bloop. Uh, number ten, Charles Schultz of Get Peanuts out of here. fame. Get out of here, Schultz. <laughs> he made twenty-four million. Peanuts made one stupid million. idea, and he makes all that money. Juan Gabriel <laughs> made twenty-three. Who the hell is that? No idea. John Lennon made sixteen million. Who's that? God, Lennon's all the way down <laughs> there. Stinks. Yeah, Lennon is really slipping. Oh, man, number George. twelve or number thirteen is George Harrison with twelve million, and that's all. They just do the top twelve. Yeah. Everyone else sucks. Love top twelve lists. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, that's kind of the thing. That's a thing now. (laughs) All right, everybody, uh, five stars. If you get a chance to give us a five star review on iTunes or Spotify or 
Google Play or any of these great places where people provide you the podcast is much appreciated. And, of course, our Amazon portal is always open and ready for your business. And they do kick us back a little something, which helps us pay Jim Bentley. Ah. Who has three children. And Brandon, who has two children. And Mark, who has two children. Trudy has one child. Just one. Yeah. She's supposed to be independent. That she knows of. (laughs) I don't know if children really (laughs) qualifies, but... (laughs) Yeah, like, she's sure got all these kids running around that she doesn't even know. <laughs> and Hall Financial reminds you that uh, the holiday season can be very expensive. A lot of people rack up that credit card debt. Ah, I don't have to worry about it until next month and the bills come due and you can't pay the whole thing and the interest rates are crazy. Or maybe you just don't have the liquidity you need for your monthly bills. Well, instead of getting into credit card debt, try Hall Financial for a cash out refi. You get your cash in a couple weeks, right, Jim? Yeah, a couple weeks tops. Usually. Uh, call Hall at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall first. And you think interest rates are lower now? Yeah. And they seem, I th- because of that information that came out today about inflation, kind of drove them down. Sweet. Um, now, our credit, do credit cards go, okay, we'll lower interest rates too? <laughs> yeah, they're probably a, a little slower on that. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> so. All right, well, have a great weekend. Um, I don't even know what playoff games are this weekend. Is this just the wild card weekend? Yeah, so who play uh, Miami, Miami Buffalo. Bills. I don't know. Then two, the games, other two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and then yes. a Monday night game. So. Oh, wow. Monday nice. night game two? Oh, yeah. Cowboys Buccaneers. Good ball. See ya. Have a great weekend. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Grip.